downright un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's all about the money. Anti-American. They want the money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like death. And un-American. 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 Treasonous. Yeah, just why not? It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. They want the money. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. Right, un-American. Welcome to another episode of Un-American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined today by Only Frank. How are you doing today, Only Frank? I'm doing great, Only Brandon. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, uh, we were. This is a little like inside baseball. We were just talking off the mic, and HBO came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you? You don't have HBO, do you? I do not. Okay. The, have you seen the Suicide Squad yet? Uh, I know no, you probably haven't. No, I haven't. Stacy has. Stacy okay. was laughing her. Ass oh, it off. is so. That is okay. Like that is my my fucking uh, my high point this week. That is my like. It's it's so good. You have to watch it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It is as it's as good as the last Suicide Squad was disappointing. That's, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's actually it'll I'm, it'll make you laugh two minutes in, and it'll, it keeps you laughing the whole movie. I want to say that I saw uh, John Cena and Margot Robbie on some you, late night show. Yeah, you get to see John Cena completely in whitey tighties, yeah. and it's hilarious. He's he's so good in a way that he was never funny in the ring to me. Yeah, when he was on the whatever night late night show that I saw them do an interview on, uh, he was really fucking funny he's, the yeah, whole time. He's, like, like he let loose. Like I don't uh, James Gunn. Maybe it's just the director. I've seen him in other stuff. Yeah, and I've seen him in WWE enough to know that right. I don't care for him. Yeah, and not, he made the movie like he was kind of my favorite part. Really? Like, yeah, it that, was really enjoyable. That's cool. So cool, cool. I will watch that because I, just based on your review, but also based on like that, Stacy was sitting next to me the other night watching it. I don't know if I was prepping or editing a show or something, but like she would not stop laughing. Right. I was it's, like, I should watch this. It's that kind of humor that they 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 go so out of left field sometimes that you can't help. It's like they catch you by surprise laughing. Nice. Like it's a gut laugh. Nice. Um, so I will say that, uh, I am also doing good because, uh, this one is a, a few days ago. We, we took the kids, my, uh, my sisters and, uh, Stacy and I took the kids to the St. Louis zoo. Um, and which is, it's the second time since the since the spring this year that that we've gone we went with a with much bigger group of people i have more sisters and more nephews and nie- or nieces um this time around you took a bigger group yeah, yeah. this time around we the, took the a pictures group. looked huge <laughs> we the the so what used to be a petting zoo uh at the at the zoo is now a uh, because i guess because of covid and not getting too close to each other and the I, animals i think it's also a little bit grants farm yeah grants farm in st louis has the best petting zoo around so the zoo just like, well, we can't compete. Right. Let's fuck it. Let's change so, it to something else. So they else. basically changed it into this like pretend, uh, like this Jurassic Park. It, it, it's like all robotic dinosaurs and shit. Um, a, l- a lot less death, I'm assuming. A lot less Jurassic death. Park, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one of my sisters, uh, Brittany, had she had said like, "Man, this needs to be the zoo." It's like they made a series about this. It doesn't go <laughs> fucking well at all. 
Like, I don't believe that. Um, but it is really cool. The dinosaurs, I'm like the grumpy old man that like walks around and is like, they had fucking feathers. They were stupid <laughs> birds. Um, but right. but less that. Uh, it was a really fun experience. I know, I cool know what pictures. you mean. I took my uh, my two nephews and my niece um, two weeks ago. Not just a, like yeah, really we, recently. Yeah. And we had, a, even though it was like 100 degrees out, it was so hot. We were sweating. Kids have a blast that in that place. New, we have one of the best zoos in the country, from do. what I've heard, and it's free. And right, we have one of the only why. free zoos in the country. I've heard that like the San Diego Zoo. There's a few that rival us, but they're all like paid. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, one of the cool things was the 13 million dollar edition that they put in there for like the the I don't the know monkeys. The right, monkeys. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that was like the the total of that money went to just that thing but like so they they had it's always been in like a house like it's always been in a building where the majority of the monkeys uh were inside right and like inside like glass aquariums essentially uh, the, yeah they, the same thing with the reptile house right all the snakes they, they have a very similar layout per animal and group. i would assume that it's probably in a post-covid world that they decided that like we should put them outside and allow them like because we, because it's hard to get people in the age of uh social distancing and mandates and not be like mass mandates and all this shit like it's hard to keep a bunch of people crammed into a little tiny yeah. building or whatever. But the addition that they put there with like basically like rope bridges, like a huge net that the that each of the cages of monkeys can just like run around and they're climbing over you and under you and it, like yeah, it's it's quite it's yeah, amazing. They made like this uh um what was that uh, fuck what Swiss Family Robinson right, uh, yeah. like you're like walking through these. It does like, seem like you got marooned on a desert yeah, island. Definitely, a bit. yeah. Like, you're like walking through tree houses and shit. Like it's very cool. Like that was that was neat. I'm glad that we got to do that. I also don't know if it's so much COVID. I almost thought that it was a reaction more to the um especially the last ten years. There's been more of a call from the common people the to like that zoos are somehow harmful. Like yeah. hey, you should let the they should be let in them, a, as natural an environment as possible. Or let and them for, move. Yes. Yeah. And for for the monkeys especially being like because I remember reading uh that that thirteen million dollar yeah um expansion. They the the animal controllers talked about the fact that like we thought it would take a week or so because these monkeys have grown up in captivity. Right. We didn't think they would just we thought it might like, they'd have to ease into it. Within an hour apparently every monkey was through those tunnels was yeah. like enjoying their freedom. And it was it was very cool. I was yeah. uh, excited about that. And then my kids of course like we promised the kids that they could go on the train or whatever. And I found out how much I hate the fucking zoo train. Um slow as shit and so expensive. It's like <laughs> well f- I, we got lucky I can in walk that. faster than that train can go. We got lucky in that sense cuz one of my sisters is a member. Uh so I don't believe that we had to. I oh, know yeah, you I did. get it. Yeah, yeah, you get it for free. We got it for free. So like, so that was cool. I'm like really a claustrophobic person though, and those tunnels, man. There's two of the three tunnels <laughs> that you got, and the, the whole thing's only like a lit, like a mile and a half right. or whatever. So it's not long, but like, man, when you go through two of those three tunnels, I was like, okay. I'm, like, looking at my surroundings, like, if this breaks down in here, we don't have enough room to, like, walk on the side of the train to, to get, even get out, out of here. Yeah. Like, this even those, not cool. Even <laughs> like, those train cars, we call them a train. Yeah. It's a model train. You oh, can fit yeah. three people if you are really close Which together. somehow we fit Stacy and I and both of the boys. So right. I, I had them like sitting on my lap. Yeah, I'm they're so kind of up on one leg. Kind and of now thing. we're in these tunnels and I'm just like, oh my God, get don't me out of here. Don't, don't break down. Yeah, please, please don't. 
Because, like, the conductor can just jump off the front of the damn thing and just run. Like, <laughs> he, I'm screwed. I mean, let's be honest. He's a 16-year-old kid. That's what he would do. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, fuck these guys. I have literally no obligation no to keep them safe. Here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, that's... What if, What happens if another zoo train is coming the other way? They <laughs> yeah. might crash at two miles an hour. <laughs> oh, no shit. Um, so, anyway. With uh, that stuff out of the way, um, we are going to get into another episode. We're going to do an update tonight since jim is Ooh, not first he- update yeah it is yeah. gonna be our first update jim's not here tonight because uh his little one is sick and so he has uh taken the night off um, he, he's done the very responsible thing he that did. he should have done yeah, yeah. he did he, he i hope i hope his his boy is feeling better soon. yeah he responsible in in multiple ways he was very good to us in that sense because i have two kids and the the um, sickness that Mason has is contagious. So he was like, I'm not going to expose your kids to that, <laughs> which I appreciate very much, Jim. So if you're listening, thank you. He, he could have been um, a Republican senator and warned us a week after it happened. He, like, oh, yeah, you should get checked he out. He could have been, yeah, he could have just, uh, like, secretly, like, made sure that his immunity was up, but then told us why we shouldn't worry about it. <laughs> right? And, like, you know? You don't need a shot. Come you know, on, guys. Come on, fuck it. Um, so, but, um, and, Jim like... Jim is a scientist. He would never do that. No, I don't. <laughs> think so he's Too much a, integrity he's also a very good dad and so it, uh i'm i'm glad he got to be able to stay home and help his his little guy get get better so i mean i figure like you had a week off too this is his vacation yeah. from this this bullshit we deal yeah. with every day no shit um so uh we are gonna do an update on andrew cuomo in his absence um uh, has he done anything that made the news uh, a little bit maybe, yeah maybe it's surprising <laughs> it was it's very surprising it's very. Uh, it wouldn't be surprising if you listen to the addendum we did to the episode four. Here's the thing: it's surprising because uh, because Andrew Cuomo has since resigned since the airing of this episode and whatever. Um, but we're recording this on the day of that resignation, and I prepped this episode <laughs> prior to that re- resignation. I like so when that think, happened. I like to think that Andrew Cuomo is like sitting in his mansion, being like, "What did on American Post? Well, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I actually had like moments of panic before you got here tonight because um i had the whole show already ready and, oh he resigned and then like, he resigned literally before i headed over here. yeah like yeah and i was like fuck now i've got to get more like i can't just end you're on youtube being like refresh, refresh. yeah no Come shit on. so like so i so that that's what we're gonna do tonight we're gonna do an update on andrew cuomo um and and work our way to the resignation and through the sex the sexual harassment um controversy and allegations and whatnot um investigation that we briefly talked about at the end of the last Andrew Cuomo episode right. so um, but before we do that I do want to take a moment to say that if you do like the show and you want to support what we do you can head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash unamerican and become a Patreon Patriot today bonus content is available there as well as merch and all kinds of cool stuff and we, I will say it's amazing bonus content because I lead it and I do amazing episodes. I just yeah. want to toot my, my it, own horn there. Like, yeah, it is. Go it listen is, to our bonus content. Go God listen to it. our bonus content and, uh, you know, look look around. You could you could get a shirt out of it. I mean, you're going to pay for it. I actually, I, I tell you, I, I my shirt just arrived, or is about to arrive. Yeah. I'm it, so excited. I'm excited. Unless it's too small and then I will be pissed, but you will get a new shirt. I will be excited <laughs> yeah. if it's too small. So that's that's good. Um, so And we do appreciate your support of the show. So, 
we are going to jump back into Andrew Cuomo. Um, and here is our Freudian slip of the week. A new report says top brass there suggested primetime host Chris Cuomo take a temporary leave of absence to help advise his creepy governor brother. That's after we learned this week that Chris helped craft a statement against one of Andrew Cuomo's accusers. Yeah, so uh, uh, great timing for Chris Cuomo to of CNN. Uh, so to- I'm, I'm a little surprised, like... He didn't take a vacation when he had to have his brother on and like pimp him being Jesus for, and, and for do, COVID and you know? do all the stupid uh, the stage props and shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or talk about like what would he like when you were young? You had a big nose. Or yeah. what, what the fuck did he say? Like, yeah. I have a feeling that the entire Cuomo family is going to want to be on vacation at the end of, by the end of this uh, this episode. Maybe not this episode, what's, but what's, this story. What's Papa and Mama Cuomo, Cuomo yeah, doing? Yeah. So um, so Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. Um, he. He was the governor of New York. Well, for the time being. technically still is. For a week, he still is by the time that we've put this out. Um, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. You will remember him uh, because you listened to episode four of Un-American and also because he was the the counter-Trump during the COVID-19 uh, breakout in New York. Right. The, the he he was the governor of the original epicenter. Um, w- when we talked about him in all of 2020, we looked at him as like this is the way that a politician should act. Like this is the right. you the, know uh, the bizarro Trump. Right. Like this is the guy that acts like he's a photo negative of the the commander in chief. Right. And um, now we find out that he's just the commander in chief. Yeah, essentially. Uh, so it towards the or well at the end of the last episode, we discussed how uh, sexual harassment allegations had just been brought up at the time that we recorded that, um, and that there was and Andrew Cuomo had said that you know, he was going to allow an investigation and whatever. He denied all the claims, whatnot. Um, we are going to now start the, out. The investigation has come to a close. It has come and, to a close. Um, and that's where... Sur- that's Surprise, surprise. He does not agree with the assessment. Uh, yeah. Um, we are going to start with the uh, the close, though, of the uh, sexual harassment investigation. So this this clip the, is a clip from Letitia James. Um, she is the Attorney General of New York. And she has, uh, in this clip, is announcing the conclusion of the investigation. At this point, had they announced the um, the result, like what they had determined, or just that it was ending? This this is the this is them uh, the first time they had announced the, yeah, what the, the results were. Okay. This is them announcing the result, and uh, and and yeah. Um, and I and just for context, which we'll get into it in a minute, uh, because I'll start reading a couple articles or whatever. But at this time, um, there are eleven women who have. At the time that we recorded the when we talked about Andrew Cuomo last, last I believe it was only like two or three or four or four, I think. Yeah, yeah. and um, now there's there's eleven as of today. Yeah, is my last count. Yeah. Um. So so here is uh New York's Attorney General Letitia James on the conclusion of this uh, sexual harassment. Uh, investigation against Governor Andrew Cuomo. These interviews and pieces of evidence reveal a deeply disturbing yet clear picture. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. The Independence investigation found that Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, many of whom were young women, 
by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging, and by making inappropriate comments. Further, the governor and his senior team took actions to retaliate against at least one former employee for coming forward with her story, her truth. And governor Cuomo's administration fostered a toxic workplace that enabled harassment and created a hostile work environment where staffers did not feel comfortable coming forward with complaints about sexual harassment due to a climate of fear and given the power dynamics. I'm going to uh, let her continue in a second. Right. Um, Did something remind you, it, it seemed like deja vu of like, here's a, a man who doesn't want like the power dynamics and like he's he's ignoring that to get away with sexual assault. Like, does this remind you of anybody that uh, we maybe just spent four fucking years talking about? Yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, th- this whole episode is going to really... Um, and for you and me personally, uh, it's going to, it's going to make us sad, um, right. because of how much we thought at the time in, or early, at least in, hoped, in, or, or not yeah. thought. We, I think we, we maybe couched it in a little bit of like, we don't trust anybody fully. Right. But. Um, but, but we, we had hoped that he was the, I mean, I remember making comments about how like he should have run for president. Right. I'm glad he there's, didn't. So <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to say it now cause I was waiting, but like, there's that very cliche quote from the dark Knight of you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. Cuomo lived long enough to see himself become the villain. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, he doesn't help himself. And he had a very short span as the hero. Yeah, he did. He did. I, mean, uh, I would like, argue by the time he put out that fucking book, like, like maybe like January to August. Yeah. Like. Um, so uh, one of the things though, about that clip that I, that I want to point out and tell and say that like, I'm most irked about the detail, um, is not even like, it's one thing to, and I'm not, like there's no excuse for any of it but it, it there it's one charge to sexually harass someone yes it's another is, person or it's another charge completely to try to squash to, and the, try to the intimidate them yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's one thing to be because if you it, this might sound horrible but th- there are de- degrees of sexually harassing someone right I can believe that someone did it and not knew and not uh, not knowing that they were putting someone in an awkward position. Just thinking like like oh I didn't realize they never said anything negative they never had had body language. Now unless you establish a pattern, a pa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eleven women's a little much. Yeah, but I can believe one time you're like oh I said something I was just flirting I didn't realize how it would come off. Right. But like the moment you're told about it, if your response is let's try to discredit this woman, right? Let's try to squash them. I mean, you are no longer like. Uh, it's no longer reasonable right. or acceptable. Yeah. You are an asshole. Yeah, yeah, no, because you're in some ways without admitting it. Well, without admitting it, you're acknowledging it that you know it's yes, wrong. Particularly when you're complaining about the president being a sexual predator and this is what you're doing behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when, when you're, you're having meetings about how do we disgrace these 11 women. When you're complaining about the president at the time being a bully, like and you're being a bully. Right. Yeah. Imagine it, I just, just for a moment, imagine being one of these women that you hate Trump because of his sexist and misogynistic attitude, and then Cuomo, a liberal who you consider like a good person, does something so off that like so far removed from the norm that you feel like you've been violated. And right. then what he does is the exact same thing that his enemy did 
to yeah. discredit his victims. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. it's it, I I would argue it's worse than Trump because it, it's calling out Trump's hypocrisy and then doing the same thing. Yep. Yeah, I. It sucks. It sucks for me to be here because I really wanted him to not be that guy. But yeah, yeah. like I I would agree with the logic behind your statement for sure. Um, I've got one more one more clip uh, from Letitia James here. The investigators found that Governor Cuomo's actions and those of the exec- executive chamber violated multiple state and federal laws, as well as the executive chamber's own written policies. This investigation has revealed conduct that corrodes the very fabric and character of our state government and shines light on injustice that can be present at the highest levels of government. But none of this, none of this would have been illuminated if not for the heroic women who came forward. And I am inspired by all the brave women who came forward. But more importantly, I believe them. And I thank them for their bravery. And I thank the independent investigators for their professionalism, despite the attacks, and for their dogged determination that brought us to the truth. Okay, so it's an impact. Ooh. It's definitely a bad day for Chris or for uh, I, for Andrew Cuomo. I guarantee if, you, if, that, we, if we could rewind the clock to February twenty third when we recorded episode four, yeah, talking about Andrew Cuomo the first time. And we played that clip of him being like, I welcome the the independent investigation. Yeah. If we could pause it and be like, this is what it's going to, this is the result. Yeah. In fucking August. He's going to be like, oh, no, like, I made the wrong mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, like that is, that is very damning. That is, is. I mean, that is as much as if they were talking about Trump and the, the 40 whatever women who accused the, him. But the one difference, though, and I feel like we'll be able to prove this before the end of the episode, uh, or may, maybe we won't. Maybe, maybe I'm just uh, throwing my own shit in here. Um, but I do feel like the the difference is that when it happened with Trump, Republicans stood firm and were just like, fuck, oh, fuck all those women. That is 100% the difference between the response. The response. The yeah. response from the person accused, though, is, is the same. Is, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly the same, it's exactly which is so same. disappointing. So I'm going to read an article from the New York Times real quick uh, to kind of set up what these allegations are and whatnot. Um, and then we will get into uh, Andrew Cuomo's response um, to Letitia James, the investigation, the accusations, all of all of this. So um, from the New York Times, this article is called Sexual Harassment Claims Against Cuomo, What We Know So Far, and was published on August, tw- uh, August 3rd. Um, Governor Andrew Cuomo is confronting the most tumultuous moment of his political career after multiple women, including current and former state employees, accused him of sexual harassment or other inappropriate behavior. The state attorney general, Letitia James, has opened an investigation into the claims and has named two outside lawyers to lead it. Calls for Mr. Cuomo's resignation have spread from Republicans to his fellow Democrats and from Albany, the state capital, to Washington, uh, with most of the New York with most of New York's congressional 
delegation uh, demanding that he steps down. The state assembly, which, like the Senate, is controlled by Mr. Cuomo's fellow Democrats, has opened an impeachment inquiry to encompass the harassment allegations as well as questions about the Cuomo administration. I, I don't remember the GOP opening a, a uh, <laughs> an investigation of Trump. No, no, I don't believe that. It's almost they like did. one side takes this seriously and the other side just whitewashes it. They also uh, opened a uh, part of that investigation is Cuomo is the Cuomo administration's handling of the Corona. Ver- the coronavirus-related deaths of nursing home residents, which right. we talked we, about. We talked about in episode yeah. four. Yeah, extensively. Um, that was pretty much what episode four was about because that was the scandal before the addendum. Right, that, like we yes. thought we were judging him on. Right, yeah. Little did we know. Right, um, like. <laughs> We might have to update this uh, this, this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Cuomo has ad- has adamantly resisted calls for his resignation, suggesting that those pu- pu- pushing for him to do so are motivated by political differences and Ooh. driven by so-called cancel culture. Oh, it, like, uh, like it's a witch hunt? Yeah, maybe, like, maybe so. Hmm. Stop rubbing it in, man. Like I'm, ta- I'm taking this personally. I I made a lot of fucking. We I had did. a lot of opinions. We, I about did. Him. I did too. Like so, I, I want to point out that this isn't just you. This is like not even us liberals in general. Yeah. Like this is why you we, don't make politicians into heroes. Yeah, at all. We really wanted this guy to be right. Um. F- okay. From the article, he has apologized for acting in a way that made people feel uncomfortable, but he has said that he did so unintentionally and has questioned the veracity of some of the accusations. Um. Beyond the specific harassment allegations. Dozens of current and former employees have described the governor's office more broadly as a toxic workplace, particularly for young women. The harassment scandal and the nursing home issue have thrust Cuomo's political future into uncertainty, even as he insists that he is focused on the state budget negotiations and leading a battered New York back to normal. Um, here's what we know about the sexual harassment claims. An ex-aide said Mr. Cuomo asked about her sex life. Charlotte Bennett a 25-year-old former aide to the governor accused him of sexually harassing her last year. She told the New York Times that Mr. Cuomo, 63, had asked her about her sex life and whether she had ever had sex with older men. On occasion, Miss Bennett said she was alone with Mr. Cuomo at his state capitol office when he asked whether she thought age mattered in romantic relationships she took the remark as an overture to a sexual relationship i understood that the government wanted to sleep with me and felt horribly uncomfortable and scared miss bennett told the times miss bennett said that she reported the interaction to mr cuomo's chief of staff provided a lengthy statement about it to a special counsel to the governor and was transferred to a different job she left the administration in november in a statement, Mr. Cuomo described Ms. Bennett as hardworking and as a hardworking, valued member of his uh, of his staff, and he respected her right to speak out. I never made advances toward Ms. Bennett, nor did I in, ever intend to act in a way that was inappropriate, he said. Another former aide said the governor kissed me on the lips. Miss Bennett's allegations came shortly after another former administration aide, Lindsay Boylan, elaborated on sexual harassment accusations that she had first made against the governor in vague terms in a Twitter in tw- in Twitter posts in December. And in an online essay, Miss Boylan, who worked at the Senate at the state's Economic Development Agency from 2015 to 2018, detailed years of uncomfortable interactions with Mr. Cuomo. Miss Boylan, 36, said her boss at the time had told her Mr. Cuomo had a crush on her. She also said that he had gone out of his way to touch me on my lower back, arms, and legs. In October 2017, Miss Boylan wrote, Mr. Cuomo told her they should play strip poker during a flight from an event in western New York. 
Um, in 2018, she said that Mr. Cuomo gave her an unsolicited kiss at his Manhattan office. As I got up to quote, as I got up to leave uh, and walk toward an open door, he stepped in front of me and kissed me on the lips, wrote Miss Boylan, who is running for Manhattan borough president. A third woman recounted an unwanted advance from the governor at a wedding. Anna, Anna Ruck, uh, R-U-C-H, 33, said she encountered Mr. Cuomo at a wedding in September 2019. They had begun talking about a toast uh, the governor had made when Mr. Cuomo put his hand on her bare lower back, Miss Ruck said. She, when she removed it, she said, uh, she said he said she seemed aggressive uh, placed his hands on her cheeks and asked if he could kiss her. Miss Ruck said she had pulled away as Mr. Cuomo drew closer. Quote, I was so confused and shocked and embarrassed. It's the act of impunity that strikes me, Miss Ruck said. I didn't have a choice in that matter. At first, Mr. Cuomo did not respond directly to her allegation. Instead, a spokesman cited an earlier statement in which the governor generally, generally acknowledged that some things he said had been quote, misinterpreted as unwanted flirtation, end quote. The governor apologized but said he would not resign. Immediately after the allegations first surfaced, Mr. Cuomo addressed them with a statement lamenting having made playful jokes and teased employees in what he thought was a was a good-natured I, way. I, I don't want to I mean, interrupt you while you're speaking, but this is my least favorite um, defense of this behavior, which is just like, I was being nice. I was being like... Yeah, we're going to get a lot of that on this one, (laughs) unfortunately. I have the biggest um, – I I have the biggest fear of confrontation and making things awkward, but never have I in the the course of trying to, like, be nice to someone – Put my hands on their body. You're right. Like accidentally I, kissed them on the yeah. lips. Yeah, they kissed them on the lips or put my, anywhere. Put my hands on their fucking their bare back. Like if if I'm around a woman that happens happens to be wearing a dress that like is is open like, back, open back or low cut, yeah. I don't touch them. Yeah, don't fucking touch them yeah. unless you're shaking their hand. Like it's very simple. Yeah. No. Like I, I, he, and he's trying to explain this is like, and I know it's because I've I've heard the quotes. Mm-hmm. I know he's gonna fall back into the I'm from a different time defense. Yeah. And fuck that. Like, that yeah. Keep your hand, we, Guess what? We tell it to kids and who are four. I've keep said your this, hands off people. I've said this a hundred times, like, every time one of these arguments comes up that, like, you know, like, white people especially like to talk, like, we give our grandparents, because we love them, They're a from past. a different era. They're from a different era. We, yeah, it, it was it, wrong then, too. And like, it's true. They are from a different era. It doesn't mean that it's just, it's not as out of date now than it, than right. it was then. Yeah. Like, it, it, get with the times. Yeah. Just, you know? be, just because you were a shitbag in the 40s and that was allowed to be right. the, or you know if, if my if, if I met a man who's like I don't want my wife to vote I'm sorry I'm from a different time I was born in the 1910s if like, I fuck you if I have an 80 get with the times. a 70 or 80 year old boss who's still slapping asses in offices right. I'm going like, to be like that is your fault yeah you don't were a, blame us for moving no. on you were a dick in the 40 or you were a dick 40 years ago and you still are but Fucking, because uh, because essentially that defense is saying like look I know that society and morals have moved on I haven't so you all have to keep pace with my slow ass yeah no fuck, no, no we're gonna sit we're gonna Sorry, finish bud. the six minute mile fuck you and your 12 yeah you know yep I completely agree with you um I will uh go 
on with a little bit more of this article. Um, eventually, he said he was embarrassed by his action. He apologized while also insisting that he had not meant to act improperly. So he didn't apologize. Uh, we can debate it That's, in a few minutes. We're gonna if you get apologize, a few and but you're only apologizing for making people feel bad. You're not really apologizing. That yeah, that's de- right. I, you're definitely putting an asterisk there. Um, quote: I now understand that I acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable. End quote. He said to at a news briefing on March third. Uh, he. So he also said he had never touched anyone inappropriately. Asked about the episode recounted by Miss Ruck, Mr. Cuomo said that uh, that kissing and hugging is his usual and customary way of greeting. More accu- more accusations after uh, or emerged after Cuomo's apology. The Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal subsequently published accounts from two other women who accused Mr. Cuomo of behaving inappropriately. The Post account involved Karen Hinton, a paid consultant to Mr. Cuomo uh, when he was the federal housing secretary. Miss Hilton, Miss Hinton, told the Post that Mr. Cuomo had given her an unsolicited unsolicited intimate embrace after summoning her to a hotel room in 2000 she said she had resisted when he tried to do it a second time mr cuomo denies miss miss hinton's account and called her a longtime political adversary um the journal reported you how often do you invite a political adversary to your hotel room yeah Yep. Unless you're on some like evil, like if you're like the the bad guy in Inspector Gadget or something, I right. could see that. Like if you, the claw or whatever. But if a screenwriter isn't writing your lines, that should be inappropriate, right? Yeah. Yep. The Post, the Journal reported reported concerned analysts, a former aide who said Mr. Cuomo had made her uncomfortable by kissing her on the hand and asking questions about her romantic life. Mr. Cuomo said the exchange with Miss Liss was uh, consistent with the way he generally in- interacted with members of his staff. The- okay, your response can't be, I, well, I usually sexually harass people. No, we get a little bit of that, too. Like, it's, he right? said... He's, he's kind of blowing holes in his own defense. Yeah, what we're, what we're going to listen to tonight, uh, a couple of his speeches... Um, he has some interesting quotes. Uh, Mr. Cuomo said the exchange with Miss List. Uh, I'm sorry. The Times Union of Albany then reported that an aide who currently works for the office, uh, or who currently works for Mr. Cuomo, had accused him of groping her in the executive mansion. The woman, whom the newspaper did not identify, uh, said that she had been summoned to the governor's private residence last year to help him with a technical issue. When they were alone on the second floor, he closed the door, reached under her blouse, and began to touch her. Um, Albany police officials said the woman had not filed a former complaint about the alleged episode, uh, which they said might rise to the level of a crime, but the state police and members of Mr. Cuomo's staff had notified the department about it. Um, so that is, uh, and we're actually going to figure, we're actually going to talk about that specific instance in detail a little bit later. Um, the last little bit I'm going to read from this article. Mr. Cuomo denied the allegations, saying he had never done anything like this. On March 19th, a current aide, Alyssa McGrath, told the Times that the woman who said Mr. Cuomo groped her at the executive mansion had described the in- encounter in detail to Ms. McGrath after the uh, allegation became public. Ms. McGrath also said that Mr. Cuomo had ogled her body and made suggestive comments to her and another aide. Yet another allegation of harassment emerged in a first-person essay in New York Magazine by Jessica Bakeman, a former Albany reporter who described several instances when Mr. Cuomo was either physically inappropriate with her or publicly demeaned her. 
So, and then it goes on to talk about what this is the political backlash and the investigation, which we're going to go into. What this is alleging is a pattern of behavior. It's not an instance of, I'm sorry I made someone feel uncomfortable. That wasn't my intention. Yeah, I mean, one of those is from predatory. It's a predatory behavior yeah. of I, I, I specifically call women to my my hotel because I'm in and a then power I shut po- the door and yeah. then I try to move on them thinking that like even if it in his mind he's like well if they say no I'll stop that's that doesn't matter yeah that is not the the point at which you've passed the point of being yeah. uh, criminal it is not know? the point at which the line is drawn which right. he will you're, bring up later you're only preying on women who you are. You have power over. Right. You are their boss or their authority figure. You're you have more recognition. You have more like uh, sway than them. Yeah. You are insisting, even without you, saying it, that you they have the should ability, give in. You have the ability to not like something that they did or didn't do, and then right. transfer them or to fire another them. Job. You know, yeah. even if they don't work for you, like yeah. you, you, you are the most po- uh, political, like powerful politician in New York. Yeah, one of the biggest fucking cities in the country. Which I will say that he was not the governor for all of these instances that I've just read. You, read no, but like 2019, about. when you say that, oh like, yeah, he was not only criticizing Trump about this, but he was also doing it himself. And yep. somehow in his mind, he thought it was different. Yeah, because he wasn't talking to Billy Bush. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's fucked up. Like, and it's gonna stay that way for the duration of this episode. Um, here is a little bit of his response. Um, this is from uh, a few days ago. I want to say last week of July. This is him denying the allegations after the investigation has. Uh, has after Letitia James has given that speech and and talked about what they're, that very that, damning yeah that they they yeah. find that he broke the law and not they, not and only whatnot. once like repeatedly it yeah. seemed like yeah so uh, he here he's going to do a press conference he's been mostly quiet through this like publicly like um, but he is going to address this now in a press conference over the past several months you have heard a number of complaints brought against me. I called for an independent review, and I said at the beginning I would let the process unfold. I didn't want anyone to say that I interfered. I said I would hold my tongue, and I have, making only limited comments. It has been a hard and a painful period for me and my family, especially as others feed ugly stories to the press. But I cooperated with the review and I can now finally share the truth. My attorney, who is a non-political former federal prosecutor, has done a response to each allegation, and the facts are much different than what has been portrayed. That document is available on my website. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts and decide for yourself. Here's the one reason that I didn't uh, that I didn't pull that actual document itself. Of course, his lawyer is going to have an explanation for each and every instance. That is what you are paying them to do. That is what a lawyer does. That is what a lawyer right. does. So I'm not really interested in what your representation says. I'm much more interested with what Letitia James says because it's right. an outside. It's not. She's not connected to. This is my problem. Party. When he said, I, w- I agreed to hold my tongue, <clears throat> right? I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm going to limit my response, and I'm going to let this investigation happen. That means nothing if 
what you really mean by that is if this investigation comes back negative against me, I'm going to disagree with it. Right. So I'll let it go through as long as it finds me not guilty. Uh, if it finds me guilty, it's partisan, it's biased, it's no longer also, relevant. If, like, if, fuck you. If you. No. If allegations of you uh, bullying people have already come up and intimidating, then you coming out and being like, I'm going to hold my tongue, that's what I said I was going to do, doesn't really mean anything. No, because until you, I know what the background is, what really right. happened, like, well, you've just do, been intimidating How people. do you respond to the result? If they find you guilty, how do you respond? Do you try to discredit those women still? Right. Then yeah. you're no better than Trump. Mm, yep. you're, you're you're literally doing the exact same thing that we spent four years criticizing him and the for how he responded to the yep. 50 women who would, he would you know. Yep, fair point. Uh, he goes on. First, I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. I am 63 years old. I've lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am. And that's not who I have ever been. There is one complaint that has been made that bothered me most. That was a complaint made by a young woman, Charlotte Bennett, who worked in my office. And it's important to me that you fully understand the situation. Charlotte worked in my office last year as an assistant. She was smart, talented, and eager to learn. She identified herself to me as a survivor of sexual assault. She said that she came to work in my administration because of all the progress we had made in fighting sexual assault. She talked about the personal trauma that she endured and how she was handling it. I could see how it had affected her. I could see her pain. People now ask me, why was I even talking to this young woman if I knew she was dealing with such issues? Why did I even engage with her? That is the obvious and fair question, and one I have thought a lot about. Doesn't that seem ridiculously dismissive to you? Like, why would you even talk? Not even dismissive. Here's what... No, it is dismissive. It is dismissive. When you're saying, like, why would I even talk to her, people would ask that. You're, you're, what you're implying is that people had assumed that she was lying the first time, and why would you talk to her if she would lie about you? Are, right? That's are, what he's accusing her of e secretly. Either that... Or you're admitting that people are implying that they know you have this pattern. Right. Don't of, be around women be around, while you're alone. Motherfucker. Yeah. How hard is it? Yeah. Uh, don't be you, around. You are literally the mayor of the biggest city besides, like, maybe, or the biggest state besides California in the country. You don't have AIDS that can be with you when you meet with women. Right. Well, and here's the thing. To me, it, when I heard it the first time, it to me, when I— it, I heard it and was just like that the only person no, that no. would the only person that would ask you why are you even meeting with her is somebody like a Epstein I, would have Why did I engage knows, Why did knows? I engage with a woman who had been sexually assaulted because like a fourth of the women you're going to meet are sexually assaulted it should be you. it shouldn't be a problem unless you yourself are doing it and you worry about repercussions Yeah I would never think like why did I have that conversation with that woman who was assaulted when she was a child because fucking that's Every woman. Yeah. You know, unless, I'm well, a, unless I, mean, I am being a creep, I shouldn't worry about that shit. Yeah. That is the better point. Is right. that, like, unless, I, and, unless, unless I'm Unless you were assuming wrong. that she is lying about the first time and she's lying every time. 
Why did you meet her? You know she lies about sexual assault. That's right. the implication. Yeah, there. I, that is a bullshit fucking. I feel mm. like I feel like those are your two options there. Right. You either you're either accusing or you either are accusing that person of lying and then being like fuck that person why would you even meet yeah. with them and, or, and essentially saying they they made up the first time and that Trump was right this I, is just cancel culture I tend to believe though that, that because he is in such a, a powerful position has people around him and whatever people have seen this type of behavior before you, heard yes, whispers of this you are 100% right because and, uh, there is no call the only reason you meet with someone one on one as the mayor of New York is that you told your aides I don't want to be have you with me right I don't need you they here. would be there to yeah. record it to fucking keep you safe you uh, know like yeah so, Even just in the age of Trump being like, we want to be a completely above board, always have female staff members there yeah. so they can vouch for you. To me, the, the, you it, know, it, like, it reads like, look, hey, Andrew, we, you know how you are, man. Right. Like, we've gotten complaints before it, that we've had to yeah, squash. That is exactly what it reads yeah, like. That, that's what it does for me. He has a different answer, though, a different opinion. The truth is that her story resonated deeply with me. I had heard the same story before with the same ugliness, the same injustice, the same damage. Not only had I heard the story before, I had lived with the story before. My own family member is a survivor of sexual assault in high school. I have watched her live and suffer with the trauma. I would do anything to make it go away for her. But it never really goes away. I spent countless days and nights working through these issues with her and therapists and counselors. I'm governor of the state of New York, but I felt powerless to help and felt that I had failed her. I couldn't take the pain away. I still can't. And this young woman brought it all back. She's about the same age. Okay, here's what I want to say before That's... before you start yelling. Here's what I, <laughs> you, you know me so well. I do, <laughs> and I it it puts me in the same the same frame of mind. But here's what I want to say first: is that there's no reason that it is unacceptable for him to actually uh, like know somebody who has been through sexual assault and feel for them and want to take their pain away and feel Statistically, helpless. Statistically, he probably does. Yes, we all do. So I can buy. That as a real emotion and a real attachment to some other. What makes this especially a dirty play to me is that based on the information that I have now prior to recording this episode, dude, like you're now you're exploiting that family family member. member. Yes. Not only are you calling into question the experience of one person, you're calling in the experience of someone you claim to deeply know and love. Yeah. And... I think if any American, any human, any male especially, is being reasonable, we all know women who were affected by this that we didn't protect. And we all feel horrible yeah. about it. Yeah. You know? That is just, if you're a man and you're being reasonable, you mm. fucking should. But what I need to attach to it in, in Andrew Cuomo's case is that there is a pattern of this. Yeah. It becomes considerably more unacceptable when you've got a guy who has... Uh, at least your, by accusations, at least a 20-year yes, history. If, if these accusations are true, he's calling women to his apartment or his hotel and being like, come to the room while I'm alone. I'm going to make a move. Even his political adversaries. Right. Uh, you know? Yeah. That's, that's 
beyond horrible, it's evil. So here's the thing that uh, you will laugh at based on just inside knowledge that the audience doesn't have, but I have always, to you and Jim, uh, said off the mic that, like, not a fan of the word mansplaining, and maybe because I... That is what I felt like he... I was almost about to use that word, because yeah. that's what I feel like Andrew's doing. So, so I like, I was never a fan of that. Maybe I just didn't totally... I hadn't heard... I've heard exa- I've heard accusations wait, of mansplaining wait. where I don't agree can, that that's what's happening. Can I guess what's going to happen? Is Andrew Cuomo about to explain what sexual harassment is to us? He's not going to, but he's going to explain how he interprets his interactions. And it's the mm. first time while I was listening to it where I was like, this is mansplaining. Like, th- like now I understand this term. Like, this is a guy who, like... As a as a dude, as a person, you should listen to this and be like, dude, I know what you're fucking doing. Like, I understand. Like, you're trying to use like word gymnastics to twist this all into a thing that where you to you being the victim. Yeah, right. Like, not even you being the victim, just you not being the villain. And like, so I don't know. I like. I feel like I I I feel like this is one of the one of the better examples, at least in my. Uh, experience of being like okay i that the term has a place and uh i feel like this is a this is a decent place for that term to be applied i thought i had learned a lot about the issue from my family's experience i thought i could help her work through a difficult time i did ask her questions i don't normally ask people i did ask her how she was doing and how she was feeling and I did ask questions to try to see if she had positive support of dating relationships. I know too well the manifestations of sexual assault trauma and the damage that it can do in the aftermath. I was trying to make sure she was working her way through it the best she could. I thought I had learned enough and had enough personal experience to help her. But I was wrong. Doesn't that feel just like unbelievably like, look, I'm the protector. I know better. I'm playing this weird father figure thing where I think that I have the right to ask you about things that I have no right to ask you about. What he's about. saying is like, look, I was trying to heal her, but she was so damaged that she took it the wrong way and she thought I was attacking her. Yeah, that's and, what it feels like. And he seems to be implying that like, look. I'm not like Trump. I didn't close the door and grab her by the pussy, so you should forgive me. What I did was close the door and heavily implied she should fuck me. Yeah, well— And and I gave her a choice. If she left, I wouldn't rape her. That's what he's essentially saying. Like, yep. look, I didn't force myself on her, but, like, fuck you. Although we're going to— You f- did up until the point that it was, like, maybe illegally—like, they'll put you in jail for it. I don't want to get ahead of what clips I know I'm going to play, but there is going to be— uh, more than just uh, alluding to shit later. Right. Yeah. Um, like that's so pattern of misbehavior. This is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's someone who. This isn't how he starts. He's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you ha- don't start uh, grabbing people by the pussy. You right. start by being a Chris, an Andrew Cuomo. Right. And then you end up. You start being being a Chris Cuomo, and then you end up Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> and then you end up Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the trajectory. At least in this reality that we're living in now. <laughs> I have heard Charlotte and her lawyer, and I understand what they are saying. But they read into comments that I made and draw inferences that I never meant. They ascribe motives I never had. And simply put, they heard things 
that I just didn't say. Charlotte, I want you to know that I am truly and deeply sorry. I brought my personal experience into the workplace, and I shouldn't have done that. I was trying to help. Obviously, I didn't. I am even more sorry that I further complicated the situation. My goal was the exact opposite. I wish nothing but good for you and for all survivors of sexual assault. Man, I don't like it. I don't like how he addresses hey, her specifically. You it, know, you know what would do her good? Uh, you're, you to resign. Yeah. Even if you didn't intend it, that is what happened. Yeah. Regardless. It's and a, you should, if you truly cared about how she perceived things and how, how she read into comments, which is the least, that is what every rapist uses. Yeah. Which is, I thought it was consensual. I didn't realize when she said stop, stop, stop that it meant stop. Like, yeah. You know, like, fuck you. It feels that, very much like he's just accusing her of not being also, smart enough to understand what I was almost, going on. I almost said this, like, two com- two clips ago, and I, I wish I would have. I, I almost said, like, the only worst thing he could do was to address the camera as if it was her. Mm-hmm. Because that's the most fucking cowardly thing to do. Yeah. You're making everyone who watches think like, oh, he's trying to apologize to her. But no, like he never said this thing to her. He didn't reach out. No. He's doing it through a lawyer. And it's an apology with explanations attached to it. So it's not an apology. And I don't know when this clip uh, aired, but like as he he resigned like almost as we were recording this. Yeah. Like the last thing he did. And right before he resigned, he had his lawyer come out and put out a point by point rebuttal of every allegation against him. Yeah. To the point that like you don't. If he truly cared, he would be like, look, I'm stepping away. I hope that your recovery, I didn't hamper that. Yeah. But he's not. He's being like, look, I'm going to stay here, but f- kind of fuck your feelings. Like, yeah. That's not what I intended. How dare you take it that way? It you does, know. It does feel that way. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit about Charlotte Bennett. I've got just like a short little blurb here. Um, this is from an article from CBSNews.com. A Cuomo accuser calls for governor's impeachment. Charlotte Bennett, one of the 11 women accusing New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of sexual uh, of sexual misconduct, demand, is demanding his resignation Tuesday after an independent uh, investigation found that he sexually harassed multiple women. And it exclu- 11 women, I think. Yes. Like, not like... Multiple means more than three. I think like 11 is more damning. Uh, In an exclusive interview with CBS Evening News, uh, Bennett urged officials to begin impeachment proceedings if Cuomo refuses to step down. Quote, he is trying to justify himself by making me out to be someone who can't tell the difference between sexual harassment and mentorship. And I think that's absolutely absurd, Bennett told CBS News anchor and managing editor Nora O'Donnell. Uh, quote, we have a report. We have we have the facts. The governor broke federal and state law when he sexually harassed me and current and former staff staffers. Uh, and if he is not willing to step down, then we have a responsibility to act and impeach him. Um, while detailing the findings of the investigation in a news conference earlier Tuesday, New York uh, Attorney General. New York Attorney General Letitia James said Cuomo sexually harassed former staffers as well as women who did not work for his administration in violation of federal and state law. Um, And then we heard that clip earlier. Right. Um, So that's but like but for for our part, uh, like we interpreted it the same way she did. Yeah. Yeah. And and she had the same way it was intended. the, The way she explained it was the way I wish I could explain it. He's trying to say that I am confusing assault with mentorship. Yeah. And that is not the case. And right. that's what he's trying to do. He's like, look, 
they're just confused. What Trump does, I don't do. I'm just trying to be a boss and a like a a good member of society. I'm trying to like no, you're trying to cl- close the door when you're alone with young women who kind right. of work for you. Yep. And kind of a like yeah, it's bullshit. It's, it's it would dumb. Be, it would be enough of a problem if he, in his capacity as boss, just casually said, like, would you like to go out on a date? Right. That would be inappropriate. To close the door and, like, my my first move is I'm going to put my hands on your body. Like, fuck, that is yeah. 100% inappropriate. You know, there's only one reason, like, yeah. there's The only reason that you call somebody to a hotel room or, like, a private conversation like that that is who is half your age who is female and and then you you happen to touch them in every single instance like you only called them there to touch them yes especially when you have 24 hour security you can't be like hey security guard come in here yeah i just want just i mean just just like i'm with a young woman i'd rather be above board you know like Because even that it kind of implies that you think they might lie about you, which is kind of what he's implying, that all these women are making it up or they're so damaged that they just they assume every kind of uh, uh, touching is, the thing is, is erotic. Just you know? don't be a slimeball, and then you don't right. ever have to worry about I allegations have... and shit. There is another complaint I want to address from a woman in my office who said that I groped her in my home office. Let me be clear. That never happened. She wants anonymity, and I respect that. So I am limited but what I can say. But her lawyer has suggested that she will file a legal claim for damages. That will be decided in a court of law. Trial by newspaper or biased reviews are not the way to find the facts in this matter. I welcome the opportunity for a full and fair review before a judge and a jury. Because this just did not happen. Okay, it's interesting that he kind of, uh, basically, you and I went go on a tangent, and we're like, we know how men think, and he's like, look, hold up, motherfuckers, like, and I get that, I get due process and whatnot. I get it too. We're not. Gonna I also go- get, I get him using trial by newspaper as a slam, mm-hmm. but don't do that after you spent four years. Right. Slamming Trump for what we knew in the newspaper, and it's probably true. Right. It probably was, but we didn't have any 100% proof. We're like, also, uh, I don't want to f- stay stuck on this clip for too long because after we get through with this speech, we're actually going to listen to an interview that this woman in the second complaint that he talks about. The uh, the anonymous one? The it, Yes, at the yes. time... At the time she, that he, she has come out, she yeah. has come out now, um, and so she gives an interview, and so we're going to talk more about that instance in his uh, in the uh, governor's mansion. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. This clip to me was really fucking weird. Um, we kind of alluded to this happening a little bit earlier, joking around, um, but this clip to me uh, is 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 just really a bizarre way of like wording this. I I get where he's what how he's trying to present himself, but I feel like his writer or whoever could have done this part better. Other complainants raised against me questions that have sought to unfairly characterize and weaponize everyday interactions that I've had with any number of New Yorkers. The New York Times published a front page picture of me touching a woman's face at a wedding and then kissing her on the cheek. That is not front page news. I've been making the same gesture in public 
all my life. I actually learned it from my mother and from my father. It is meant to convey warmth, nothing more. Indeed, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of photos of me using the exact same gesture. I do it with everyone, black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ, powerful people, friends, strangers, people who I meet on the street. After the event, the woman told the press that she took offense at the gesture. And for that, I apologize. Okay, so first of all, he's apologizing for somebody taking offense to the gesture. Not I'm the sorry gesture, if you were offended. Not the gesture itself. Right, yeah. that's bullshit. It's a non-apology. Also, also I, this he, is also just, this is the apology we hear all the time. I grew up in a different time. I'm sorry if you took it wrong. This is an everyday interaction. I think it's a really weird play to be like, there are hundreds, if not thousands of pictures of, of me, me doing, doing the, the same, same thing. thing. Like, okay, but it's wrong. <laughs> like, right. Don't. It's 100%. That's don't the, fucking isn't, touch people. Isn't that the is Matt, that hard to get across? Isn't that the Matt Gates thing of being like, look, there's this paper that says that I was with underage prostitutes. Right. Nobody brought that up. Right. Nobody brought right. that up. We're talking I, about I ele- myself. <laughs> yeah. like we're talking about eleven <laughs> women here, and he's just like, you know what? Thousands. There are thousands of instances. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry if these eleven women took it the wrong way. Don't fucking touch people. It's very simple. Yeah, yeah. It's... I don't care how old you are, what time period you're from. Like, unless you're from the 1700s, don't fucking touch people. Yeah, yeah. Like, we all grew up. Like, what do you tell your kids? Like, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. Like, it's that it's what Sesame Street has taught you us. You also teach your kids, like, you don't let anybody touch you under your clothes. Like, right. you don't, like, unless it's a doctor or unless also, it's, like, I don't it, care. Fucking, like, we, me, and you were, me and you were talking about this off the podcast. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of old Italian gangsters. That is the only scenario where it is acceptable to walk up to someone grab their face, and kiss them on the yeah. cheek. Yeah. As if you are a fucking made man. <laughs> yeah, if you're a gangster. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, don't fucking kiss people. If, all of if, the, you're your, if you're their grandma, you can pinch their cheek. Otherwise, keep your hands to yourself. If all of the people in your crew have limps, like, <laughs> you're all right. Like, if, you, they all, that's, if they all have named, like, fingers or, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, here's a, here's a weird that's clip. Blaming the victim. I hate that. Yeah, it is. Uh, this clip, I will actually tell you, uh, like, he he goes on and he he gives another instance. Um, uh, does he uh, name this one? He he does. I don't think he names this one, okay. but he said something that led to a goofy ass Google result on my end. Another woman stated that I kissed her on the forehead at our Christmas party, and that I said "Ciao, Bella." Now I don't remember doing it. But I'm sure that I did. I do kiss people on the forehead. I do kiss people on the cheek. I do kiss people on the hand. I do embrace people. I do hug people, men and women. I do on occasion say, ciao Bella. On occasion, I do slip and say, sweetheart or darling, or honey. I do banter with people. I do tell jokes, some better than others. 
I am the same person in public as I am in private. You have seen me do it on TV through all my briefings and for 40 years before that. I try to put people at ease. I try to make them smile. I try to connect with them. And I try to show my appreciation and my friendship. I now understand that there are generational or cultural perspectives that, frankly, I hadn't fully appreciated. And I have learned from this. Okay, so this is like the um, more grown-up version. What he did there at the end of the clip is the more grown-up version of what Joe Rogan does on his fucking podcast every time he gets called out for some bullshit. I'm sorry if you get offended. Well, he did the, like, look, my bad, I'm stupid. I didn't understand these generational disconnects and these cultural— he, He said cultural and generational. It's Maybe it's a gender thing. Maybe women don't like to be touched by men. Because there's a bad historical precedent for that. Yeah. And you, sh- you should not touch young women. Right. And maybe you're part of the precedent because you're an yes. old guy who's in a power from position. A, from a yeah. different generation who doesn't understand yeah. what he's doing is creepy. So the, the go- same, the, the exact same excuse that like Republicans used. Like, right. I, I thought I was being yep. cordial. So, ciao bella, uh, which is an Italian term. Uh, this is what led to my goofy uh, Google search. Those fucking guidos. Uh, <laughs> Ciao Bella, which I should have known because like I'm. I'm a, kidding. I love this. I, I am. I'm a big fan of like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and like the Rat Pack. Like I like that era. I like that that genre of music yeah, or whatever. And Dean great. Martin has a song called Ciao Bella, and so like I should have known it I mean, off the top I'm of my head. Her. I'm from Athens. It's either. spelled C I A O B E L L A. That is not. Oh, see, okay. So yeah. like, ciao, yeah, Bella. So okay, it literally means like Bella means beautiful, right? So it's uh, like goodbye, beautiful, hell, goodbye or hello, beautiful in Italian. Oh, so it's like aloha, beautiful, basically. Right. Um, and so, uh, so, but that's not how I typed it because, like, in my head when he said it, I was just like, just ciao, Bella. D- uh, fucking type. You're it Italian, out. so you spelled it right. I and unlike if I spelled it, I would say like C H O W. Okay, like, so ciao. so here's the interesting thing. Had you done that, uh. Google would have directed you to like some like dog treat store, I believe in New York. Uh, I don't know if it's in New York, but when but when I when I googled is it, is that like treats unleashed around here? Like you can buy a cake for your dog. Basically, uh, it's it's what did it call it? Uh, Ciao Bella. Ciao Bella is a uh, hold on. I know a dog named Bella, so I've heard. I probably heard like. Come get your Chow Bella, you know, like Chow Bella is the first indoor park and community gathering place for our four legged friends. Wow, Andrew, that's a weird thing to reference. Cow- your sexual assault. That's the Chow Bella <laughs> store. Come by for dog food or a play date. I, I was like, oh, Andrew probably wants a play date. <laughs> I, yeah. oh, that was good, though. That was a good one. Um, I'm ashamed of that one. I'm sorry. I I thought that it was interesting that after he said that, and I Googled Chow Bella, I was like, what the fuck? Was he calling her a bitch? Like, why? I don't understand where a dog store comes into this. And then I and then I looked at the other spellings of the uh, of the term. And what, that the, made what does way it more mean? Sense. Like, it, it, does, it, does it mean hello, beautiful? It like, means that... it says goodbye or hello like, okay. in parentheses. So it, so it is you, an Italian phrase. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the and the Dean Martin song is actually great. I really like that song. So like, listen to it, and you will totally get what that song or what that term means. Um, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself for not getting so it off the bat. All, all I'm thinking is that reference means that Andrew Cuomo thinks he's a Frank Sinatra type character. 
that he's like, oh, I am I so hot that. that the young women want me. Yeah, I could see that. I like, I could especially see that at I the could time. believe that he believes because that. when most of this went down, he was like, he was America's new mayor. He had replaced Giuliani, being like, this is the guy that's going to replace Trump. Yeah. You know, like, and in similar fashion, he right? came crashing uh. and burning uh, through his own devices. Um, so yeah, he he goes on and wants to talk sexual harassment policy now. Now the state already has an advanced sexual harassment training program for all employees, including me. But I want New York State government to be a model of office behavior. And I have brought in an expert to design a new sexual harassment policy and procedures and to train the whole team, myself included. I accept responsibility and we are making changes. Here's the thing about accepting responsibility. You're not. You're making excuses. The entire time, you're making excuses for what you met and how it was misinterpreted. This is, this is our 10th clip, and at least eight of those clips has been him being like, it's not my fault, look over here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, don't talk to me. I, and especially the way he worded it, because he tried to like turn to the camera and be like, Specific name. If you're listening, Amber yeah. or whatever her name was, yeah. like I'm so, like he tried to use her as a prop, being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you took things wrong. I'm just chivalrous. Yeah, I'm not one of those evil people that use my power and you know it. You know, yeah. I I literally had the power to call young women to my hotel room, and what I did was I locked the door. Yeah, even and, even political adversaries. Yeah, I'm not gonna let that go. Like that pisses me off that yeah. he would just write that off that way. Um, because because of the pattern, like it would right. be, it would be one thing if and they, blame if it, it on isn't. everyday interaction. Yeah. Everything about him is like, oh no, it's everything except what you think it is. Yeah, it's locker room talk. A hundred percent. That he he is saying that with the bigger thesaurus. Yeah, that's all. It, it this is the Billy Bush tape. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I, we're gonna get to the what actually turns in if, what I would do, was, what I would compare if to he the was Bush actually state. sorry what he would be is like look I am so sorry I didn't realize that was what I was doing I am obviously I ha- I obviously if, don't have the right requisite like you know what could have uh, saved viewpoint him? I should resign you to know make what, sure what could you know, have like, saved I'm sorry. him from the backlash of everybody being like you should resign is if he would have at least been like. Get offered a real apology. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done these things. I'm going to step away from my post for rehabilitation right. for X or, amount of time. Or when he said, like, I'm going to let the investigation go forward, if his next words would have been, and, and, and if they find me guilty on 11 charges, I will step down. Yeah. Instead of this bullshit, like, I'm going to pretend I'm not going to step down for three weeks, and then I'm going to realize I'll never get reelected again, and I'll do it. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, he goes on about the workplace environment. Other complaints relate to the work environment. Now, I have always said my office is a demanding place to work and that it is not for everyone. We work really, really hard. My office is no typical nine to five government office and I don't want it to be. The stakes we deal with are very high sometimes even life and death. We have to get the job done. I promised you that I would, and I will. But now, a number of complaints target female managers, which smacks to me of a double standard. First, when have you ever seen male managers maligned and villainized for working long hours or holding people accountable or for being tough. 
A strong male manager is respected and rewarded, but a strong female manager is ridiculed and stereotyped. It is a double standard. It is sexist, and it must be challenged. I don't even understand what he's getting at. Like, why is he bringing up the differences? Like, I understand the double standard, and, like, I don't even necessarily disagree that there is a double standard oh, there. Oh, there is, but he's abusing it yeah. to abuse women. Right. Like, I, Same I, thing with the, like, the... the um, is that what he's inferring? Is he saying that, like, I made all these women work late, beca- and and beca- now there's, like, I'm part of the... Like, I'm on their side of the double standard where, like, I'm just trying to... Like, we're just working. I was just asking them to do what a man would do. Yeah, you know? like... like it's, it's, the same way that he's using the excuse of, look, look, I promised you I wasn't going to be an easy boss, right? Right. Of course my employees are going to have some complaints. I, I, I cracked the whip because we work hard here. Yeah. But what he's really saying is couched in that in parentheses is like, I work hard, i.e. I slap some asses, yeah. and you're going to have to accept that. Like, no. Kind of. Yeah. Like that, I mean, that's not, what, yeah, that's what he's not, not com- saying. They're but. not complaining that they're working 15-hour days. What they're complaining is that you shut the door and you put, you put your fucking hand up their skirt. Yeah. That is much different than I expect my employees to put in their full time as a government employee. That's, yeah. that's worlds away, and he's trying to connect the two. Like, you... He's essentially saying, like, look, you voted me in. It's your fault what I did. Well, and You knew what I said I was going to do. He's trying to now he's trying to call all of the people who are upset about this, including you and me and right. Jim. And he's calling what, us stupid. That's what he's pissing me off because, like, look, you guys were just voting for me a year ago. He's, Why are you upset? He's, like, because you're a fucking evil man now. He's blaming us, the people who are outraged. For the double standard. Yes. Saying, like, look, fuck you, you guys. You I'm voted gonna... for me, and now you're criticizing me? Yeah. Like, yes, because you didn't run on the I'm going to put my hands up someone's blouses yeah. platform. You yeah. know, like, we would have voted against you. Which I'll get yeah. to the point that, like, Cuomo had to res- we, We've talked about the fact that he had to resign. He would not have resigned had he was a Republican. Matt Gates, our fucking last topic, didn't resign. Yeah. No. Because Democrats hold their, like Al Franken, we hold our politicians to some standard. Now, and I, when they cross it, we fucking abandon them. I, yes. I, let's save that until after we I, that, get through the next yeah. portion. Cause I'll debate you a little bit on that to where, like, I agree with you to a degree. We do let certain people go. We're still not perfect. We, we, but there is a line for Democrats that Republicans don't have. Yeah. I, Fair? I yes, right. I would agree with that. I would agree with it's that. It's not the line we should have if we were being real, right? But it's a better line than what the GOP there, has. I'm not going to pretend that there's not tribalism on the Democrat side because yeah, there, de- there definitely is. Hundred percent. But I feel like it is. Uh, I feel like it's to a, at least a lesser degree than on the right, yeah. um, because there is the extreme right that will defend anything as long as it's, th- they're... It's like Al Franken. We we kicked him out of the party, and then you had four months later, you had people being like, oh, maybe we were premature. But the only reason they were saying that is because they lost a vote. Right. They lost a seat. They lost a tactical yeah. advantage. They weren't talking about, like, what was realistically morally right. Right. Yeah. Which, no, if I... you vote morally right, Al Franken had to go. It doesn't matter if it was a joke. It was it was it was our ethics I, at, at at stake. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. Like there yeah. there has Same reason to... why Cuomo like it doesn't even matter if you were guilty. The moment the accusation came up and it was credible enough, 11 women, if you, you had to walk away. If you don't have a moral compass 
when it comes to Which, your side, then like you don't and, have a right to. Me and you, we, have would, an, we, we would agree that like we've never sexually assaulted a woman that we know of. Right. We may have, we we sexually harassed. That, I don't yeah. think we've sexually assaulted yes. women. We might have um, been younger, impression women, pressured women in a way that a sixteen-year-old virgin does, but we never like forced ourselves on a woman. But if if I had three or four ex-girlfriends come up and be like. You pressured me. I I fear you. The my Marilyn Manson thought, thing. My first thought would be like, I don't care what my job is. I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna go live in a cave and fucking question what I did. Right. Like, Who am I? Yeah. Especially if you truthfully didn't know that that's what you were doing. Yes. Like that would even scare me more. Like, yeah. what the fuck is my mentality that I didn't realize what I was doing was evil? Yeah. That would scare me so much more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He goes on. Also, remember where we are. Today, we are living in a superheated, if not toxic, political environment. That shouldn't be lost on anyone. Politics and bias are interwoven throughout every aspect of this situation. One would be naive to think otherwise. And New Yorkers are not naive. They let Spider-Man the musical play on Broadway. Fuck you. My father used to say, God rest his soul, that politics is an ugly business. As usual, he was right. But for my father and for me, it's worth it. Because despite it all, at the end of the day, we get good things done for people. And that is what really matters. And for those who are using this moment to score political points or seek publicity or personal gain, I say they actually discredit the legitimate sexual harassment victims that the law was designed to protect. This is one of the most infuriating is, clips of all. You are 100% me. right. Yeah, um, because for so many reasons. One, blaming the political environment. Like, dude don't when i i agree that politics is full of bias and full of tribalism and whatever and i, I wanted to like you motherfucker and i 100% agree that if you look at fox news's coverage they let trump get away with so much shit that then they they would cover yeah. cuomo on but you're not yes, talking but, about outrage from just right. the right like you're not, not at all and you can point to and if you want to talk about uh you know like politics being bad let's talk about your brother to bring up the fact that, like, my own brother brought me on to brag about my COVID response, but he's on vacation when I'm being getting accused right. of raping people. My, my own brother That's told, true. told me, that, gave me lines on how to address yes. this controversy. But if you're not going to bring up that point, which arguably is just as true but makes you look worse, right. then don't bring it up at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I— And then also the line, like, I've done good things for good people, which is essentially saying, you should let me get away with raping people because I do good. Right. Right? I've done some like, good. Right. Like— yeah, I don't we, care we how many masks first. I don't care how many homeless homeless people you serve meals to. If you're raping people, that does not make up for it. It's right. not some fucking karmic balance. Which I will where say, you, there's a seesaw that I, you get to balance. I will you know. say, I don't want to go so far as to uh, like allege rape because no one else has as of that's this point. that's true. Like, uh, so I'm being unreasonable. I, so I, I've just worked out. I, I don't want to go that far to to throw that. But don't 
call me naive because I because I recognize that that that, that is bad that, and that, that they yeah. need to be corrected and that and and I, not only that I recognize this as bad but that I'm willing to say more than one thing can be true at the same time yeah politics has bias but this is not or, it or that two perspectives can be true at the same time right I could not have meant to do it and she could perceive it that way she is still a fucking victim yeah that is a hundred even if I didn't know I was the villain she is still a victim right. And, and so, that's how I need to right. proceed. And so the the proper way to address that is, I'm sorry, my bad. What can I do to at least fix myself? Yeah, and if, even if I can't fix the situation right, that happened. And if the best I can do is fade in the background and be quiet, I'm going to go sit the fuck down. Or at least make sure this never happens again. Right. But again, we have, established, we have an established mm-hmm. pattern. I almost feel, I almost hate him more than Trump. Because Trump f- played this line of, fuck the Me Too movement. Cuomo, for a year, pretended to be on the side of Me Too, and time's up. And then the moment it, it pointed the finger at him, he started playing the, oh, it's just cancel culture, it's Twitter. Yeah. Be, be a big enough man to be like, to, to realize that when you're pointing a finger at other people, you're pointing a finger at yourself. Yeah. I will, I don't know if I'd go so far, it's hard for me, because here, here's the two ways that I look at that statement, hating him more than Trump. I never liked Trump. So in some ways, it is difficult for me because I I did like Andrew Cuomo. I thought I liked Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, I think that's and why I hate him more because the the because the you, betrayal. You got duped. Like yes. we got duped. I never trusted Trump. But right. I trusted Cuomo, even um, if only for a, mo- a month. You know. Now, but I will also say that, like, to step back a little bit, like I would still, and will probably at the end of this episode tell you that I'm still not. Like I, Trump is a fascist. Oh yeah, and and we and, will not. I guarantee you, like, we will not rate Cuomo on I, the same. I don't level. know that there are any people. Uh, there are definitely people that I would say are worse than Donald well, Trump. Like that's and you're in very, existence, but probably not in government. You're very true. As much as I hate Trump, but Trump never pretended to be something else. When I heard right. the tape of Trump saying, "I I grabbed by the pussy and they just let me." That yeah. is so much more offensive than Cuomo. But the reason I hate Cuomo more is because he pretended to be on my side. Yeah. And you believed him. I did because, because he played it so well. Yeah. No, I, right. I feel I, I'm like, dude, I am right there with you. Like, also, I agree I, 100%. I also really hope that if any day, like, and I'll, I'll put it on the podcast now. If any day I have more than one woman come, like, accuse me of something bad, I'm going to quit being on this podcast because my voice doesn't deserve to be heard anymore. You know, like I don't think yeah. that's the case, but I also don't know because I only I only saw it from one perspective. Now I'm gonna laugh if you have enemies that just want to say. <laughs> but again, like if I have enemies that hate me that much, I should go sit the fuck down. What did I do? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, fair enough. Like why? I, why do I? I, I, guarantee, hate I guarantee you, I have exes that hate me, but I don't have exes that hate me so much that they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna ruin his podcast that no one gives a shit about." You know? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a that, that's a that's a different. That's you, I must have done something bad. That's you putting too much time into this. Like yes. that is yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've got one more clip from this uh, from this press conference that he's giving, and uh, and he goes where you expect politicians to go after uh, saying his piece, which is what he's done this entire time, told everybody why they're wrong and why they, they misheard and misinterpreted and shit didn't happen the way that uh, it is alleged to or interpret or like the experiences that these people had. Um, he does what all politicians do, and he changes the subject. My last point is this. I say to my daughters all the time that as complicated as life gets, 
is as simple as life is. My job is not about me. My job is about you. What matters to me at the end of the day is getting the most done I can for you. And that is what I do every day. And I will not be distracted from that job. We have a lot to do. We still have to manage the COVID beast. It is not dead yet. It's not over. We then have to reopen and reimagine our state because our future is going to be what we make it. I know we can do these things because I know the strength and the character of New Yorkers. Look at the progress we made on COVID. It is amazing. We went from the highest infection rate in the country to one of the lowest infection rates in the country. Nobody thought that we could do it, but New Yorkers did it. That shows that there's nothing that we can't do when we work together. Together, together as one, as one community, as one family, as New Yorkers, we will. Thank you. Uh. That's to me. That's just oh. annoying. Like the. Can I tell you what I heard? All I heard was that was like, guys, can't we pretend it's July 2020? Yeah, no. When shit. I was the hero. Yeah. What happened to those days? Yeah. Look, I wanted. I had this other book on deck, and then all this shit started happening. Uh, yeah. It it bugs me. I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't. Like I get from I get from a writing like from a writer's oh, from perspective a, from his speech writer. That's all you can do. Like, yeah. It's you, like when was your last victory? Was yeah. it like, oh, a year ago? Yeah. We're going back a year. But Forget that not only that you've been accused of sexual assault, that you also were accused of letting old people die in but again, retirement homes. I feel like it's it's one thing to end that way, to change back to your victories, to change back wh- to why we should come together. If you actually owned up to anything except a responsibility, I'm not saying right. that – I'm not even saying that at this moment in this speech you have to offer up your resignation – what I am saying is, you're, but you're not offering up an apology. You're not offering and an apology. Not only that, but you're also pointing to the last thing you should apologize for: the the deaths of elderly people in yeah. retirement homes to juke COVID stats. Yeah, to make yourself a hero. You're also pointing to that as if it's a victory. Yeah, as if you didn't. As like, if people forgot. Yeah, that you fucking had old people dying, which the, I, which is something you accused Trump of doing. I, I would say that people do, to some extent, forget about that shit. Oh yeah, I mean, like, we don't want, I mean we've only talking this about show saying, is only we're only, only on yeah. episode twelve. I almost forgot we covered yeah. that. Well, and we're talking you know? about now when we bring up now Cuomo's name is synonymous with sexual harassment, right? So like. You forget that there was that other scandal that started way like right. before these allegations. The, 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 in our first episode, the sexual assault was the addendum. Like we spent fucking at least two hours on 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 nursing homes and COVID, yeah. and now that seems like such a distant memory that he's able to point back at that, being like, "Wasn't I your hero?" No, no, you weren't. You were for like. In reality, about like a month and a half I'm to sure three months, there, maybe. There is one episode of the old podcast you can find where we're probably like stroking him a little bit. Oh, being fuck like, yeah. There's multiple. I know probably, there's multiple it's episodes. It's probably only in comparison to Trump because oh, yeah. Trump was throwing up his hands being like, what COVID? Well, yeah. You it, know? It was it was the compare and contrast thing. It, right. It, you know. But we're, we're adult enough to realize that like, well, that was fucked up. Let's not do that again. Yeah, that sucks. We right? should never trust another person. We're not sitting here being like, well, he didn't really assault anybody. Yeah. No shit. Like and and again, to go to 
to bitch again about his uh, about that point that he made a couple of seconds ago. Like, don't fucking call me naive for right. recognizing well, it if, as if, such. If we were truly naive, you would come on here to do a whitewashing, being like, we never said we like Cuomo, while I was on vacation. Right. So I couldn't call you yeah, out. Yeah, I would do a Ben, that, Sh- I would do what, a ben Shapiro or, episode. Or, or a fucking like, uh, yeah. uh, Chris Cuomo, you yeah. know? Like, we just take off being like, I don't know. Yeah, fuck I'm not going to comment on this uh, mess. How many different ways can I say different things to make I'll, you think I'll that bring I... you on CNN to, to rag you about how big your nose was as a kid, but I can't talk about this. Yeah. This isn't news. So I told you earlier that we were going to talk about that second uh, instance that he that he brought up about the governor's mansion inc- incident right. or whatever. Um, and actually... Uh, uh, so the the name of the, that was the anonymous uh, the woman he the, he he wouldn't name who yeah. was going to file charges with the police right. like criminal charges. Um, it, so her so she has now done a uh, an interview with CBS and these next clips that we have are from CBS this morning. Um, it and uh, so we're gonna go through a little bit of this interview from Brittany. Uh, commi- I think it's Camiso, Camiso. Um, and so they're gonna they're gonna say her name in a second. I I've got there's a little bit of the the CBS anchors talking too because I think they that they bring up some valid points. Um, but I do want to go through this interview so that she can detail because I don't feel like the articles that I've read. Or the the explanation that he's given, he yeah he go, completely bypassed yeah, her I th- argument. I think it's better to hear she, hear her explain it. She took like she was anonymous, so she took the decision to be like, I'm gonna put my name to this. I'm gonna accept the harassment mm-hmm. that this that comes with this. Yeah, the the, the fucking attacks, the accusations so, like, that this wasn't. We real. should at the very least hear her own words. She was brave enough to say this. Yes. Like and and you know even if you think that like she's using this as some kind of advantage. She accepted a risk to do this, right? You know, she she believes this yeah. in some degree. Yeah, and I think, and I, you know, like I think it's worth hearing. I know that this is a, an audio medium, but I do think that if you watch the interview, uh, like I did, it it comes off as genuine. It comes off as oh, like, is like, this the nine minute interview she did with like with CBS? Yeah, or I, yeah, yeah, and it does. The, and this is, I just I think it's important to hear. We don't have we don't have like a sit down interview with the other victims. Right. This is when uh, uh, Brittany uh, I, again. I believe I'm gonna get corrected as soon I mean, as I just play say the her. Clip. I mean, well, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Brittany C. Um, anonymous. Anonymous. She deserves, she deserves to stay anonymous. Um, yeah. When she this was the the instance that he described though. Um, and that I read to you about in the earlier article where she came to his house for like a technical issue or something, the governor's meeting, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Um, so we're going to listen to this and then we, we will continue uh, down that path. To me, this was a dream job and it unfortunately turned into a nightmare. 32-year-old Brittany Camisso started working as an executive assistant in New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's office in 2017. Nearly four years later, she's the woman known as executive assistant number one in the New York Attorney General's report into allegations of sexual harassment by the governor. In the report, you're known as executive assistant number one. I am executive assistant in the governor's office, but I am also a mother. I am a daughter. I am a friend. I'm a colleague. I am more than executive assistant number one. 
She says Governor Cuomo groped her twice, the first time on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2019, at the governor's mansion. Okay, so uh, one reason that I think that that starting clip is important is because in, in her own words, she's able to humanize herself more than uh, than the like than reading it can or than like me describing it to you can like I I do appreciate that line that I am more than just this term on a paper because so many times I mean how many times uh, we've talked about the Trump years several times through this episode how many times like during a Mueller report or like whatever would we would talk about like defendant number one or this like whatever uh, anonymous the reporter yeah you know yeah um and so like I do think it's good to hear her make that statement from her own mouth that like i'm i'm more than just this number let me tell you what happened right um Um, especially after the last clip which i don't know what the relation was with time between his denial and her coming out but the fact that he like addressed the camera and was like i won't say her name because she hasn't come out but this person you know who you are right i think you just misinterpreted yeah for her to come out shortly after that and be like no 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 fuck that this is my name I was this person, yeah, and, and this is what happened twice. Yeah. It wasn't some right and not, single event. It also uh, puts a little bit more weight behind um, the idea that the claim that you made, or the scenario you set up earlier, um, that he was doing this while uh, while we were thinking that he was a good guy. Right. Um, I mean, this is now. I mean, this this, is, this would have been like two months after his book released. After he was like, I mean, essentially, no, mass- this would have been 2019 uh, or 2020, 2019. So oh, this, this would have been this would have been like a year before the book. Yeah, this was two yeah. two months prior to the uh, pandemic in New York. I think, like, right. I don't know when the first case was in New York, but this was two months. The first, I mean, instance. like, what, like March 12th is when we shut down. So right, this would have been very early on. So the the first instance uh, was was in was on December 31st of 2019. Uh, we'll get to it later the second instance though was in november of 2020 so that puts us considerably into the pandemic and us believing that he's the anti-trump yeah. um so but it but it does put like just having that information of when this first instance it's not that f- it's not that far off from now present while we sit here yeah. so like whatever we thought of him uh, was the, the whatever we made up about like whatever we believed our image was was because we didn't we didn't know all of this shit was going on but it was right. going on at the same time it's not as easy as writing it off and being like that was a long time ago I was still the hero like when he tried to change the subject and be like remember COVID remember how good I was right. like no dude this like this happened right before COVID and then again during COVID so even if yes. it was only one woman during that time period still while you were leading us to believe that you were the anti-Trump and you we were, believe like this is what you were doing yeah right? you were acting exactly like Trump yeah so I just I think it's good to have the the context as far as like a timeline yes, here. What from I mean from the 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 closest you can get to a source, right? You know, yeah. And so she will go because, on because Cuomo is essentially like preempting a lot of this criticism with like you may not have heard the allegations. Here's my view of what happened. Yeah, he's in some ways he is getting in front of 
what people, unless you downloaded the 160-page Attorney General's report. Or watched lot, the 20-minute uh, yeah. rebuttal. Yeah, a you lot. Ju- you just saw a headline. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I mean, in no, no disrespect, that's how most of America gets their news. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking news. Yeah. A lot of it you see just scrolling past. Yeah. And, there's, and, and you know. There's a lot of, like, th- there's a lot of stu- substance within whatever is real like there's a lot of bullshit news too but like there there is substance if you are willing to look for it and so but but i think that the andrew cuomo knows that and in that sense with that press conference was trying to uh at least like i'm gonna go on tv i'm a smooth talker i'm somebody that everybody knows so people are gonna tune into this because people like me are gonna tune in tune into this because I wanted you to not be this piece of shit, right. and so now I have to see how you're going to well, respond to and, it. And there is the hypocrisy element of like, look, Trump defended his his actions by saying it was locker room talk. Right. Is when you're accused of it, will you use anything more than that defense? And the the answer is no. No. Your your response was, I'm from a different era, which yeah. is just another way of saying, like, look, I'm just a boy from like we just that's how we that's talk how, in private. That's how old men say I'm rapey. Right. We just kiss people on the cheek, whether they want it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, So she goes on to describe these instances with CBS. I had to go over to the mansion to help the governor with a state of the state speech. I wasn't there late. I did my final edit. And while I was upstairs in the office, the governor said, why don't we take a selfie? So his suggestion, you say? With your phone? With my phone. I then felt while taking the selfie his hand go down my back onto my butt and he started rubbing it. Not sliding it, not, you know, quickly brushing over it, rubbing my butt. And did you ask him, what are you doing? Well, this was while I was taking the selfie. I became so nervous that my hands were clearly shaking and a lot of the photos that I was snapping were completely blurry. I showed him them and he said, oh, you know, those aren't, you know, those aren't good. And he said, why don't we go sit on the couch and we can take a better one. So you sat on the couch? Um, I sat on the couch because I thought to myself, okay, I don't think on the couch that he would have a way to just do what he just did. So I felt safer actually on the couch. And in the photo, you know, I have my arm wrapped around his shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, almost as if, you know, we were taking a picture with a buddy. Mm-hmm. And that is the one that has been blurred out, that has been now released to the public. And you you can actually see, like, you can Google that picture. And, like, I could hear defenders of Andrew Cuomo uh, stating or, or making, like, trying to make the claim as we've heard so many times before when you're trying to blame the victim and shift the focus away, it's saying that, like, the pose itself is an inviting pose. Or, or she a asked friendly for pose. Yeah. Why did she have her arm around me if but, I just did that? But to me, but her, that, that's a bullshit argument yeah. that doesn't take into account that the the history of what most women Here's experience. the thing, though. To me, like, her explanation seems reasonable enough that, like, if I if I'm if it happened there, if it happened to any of us, our first response would be maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe right. they didn't realize. Maybe you know, like because you don't want to jump to the obvious conclusion that the person you just hero worship might be a fucking creep. Right. Well, and I feel like I I don't feel like it's unreasonable to think that in that position where you are nervous, where you you are out of your element, where like there's this power dynamic at play here, along with the harassment that you're experiencing, if. 
if your boss, if a uh, 60, uh, somebody who's twice your age, uh, who is your superior professionally, grabs your ass and then and then invites you to the couch, like, I don't think it's totally unreasonable to be like, I thought that he wouldn't be able to grab my ass again. Right. If I was that, on the that, couch. That is exactly, because she's using the fence. Like, look, I thought in the moment where I was, like, panicking, I thought this is the best. Because yeah. what else am I going to do? Call him a creep and right. run out? Uh, no, like, it's you know, easy It's easy for you or in I. In hindsight, or, it's, it, yeah, yeah. It's easy for anybody to look at it from the outside and be like, well, that was the wrong move. I'm sure she understands that as right. well. Right, hundred percent now. But I, but I've been in moments where I've been panicking about something, right. and when I have not when, made the when the correct decision. You didn't realize you were un, in an unsafe environment, and suddenly you realize, oh fuck, I'm not as safe as I thought I was, right. and now my guard is up. Yeah, did I tell you I drove through Georgia? I've right. experienced yeah. <laughs> some shit. Like, uh, fuck you, Georgia. Yeah, you're, I, you're, I get the point. You're wearing a Georgia shirt, today. but I didn't even know it was a Georgia shirt. I, I think they got to you I, subconsciously. Yeah, I was so upset when you pointed that out. When you got, I didn't even know. Like, I've been wearing the shirt all day, and you, like you pointed it out, and I was like, "No, nah, it's not irony." I just fucking grabbed something out of uh, that my wife folded up and put into the. And I actually, I believe that this is probably from her mom. Her mom a lot of times goes like thrift short, thrift store shopping, and will just like. Like show up with a bunch of stuff for us, and I would bet that that's where this came Sometimes from. Sometimes it just plays into the podcast perfectly. It does. <laughs> I promise you, though, that I would never pay money for a shirt in Georgia. I'm going to show remind next, me of being in Georgia. I'm show up next week, and you're going to have a conservative grounds coffee shirt on. <laughs> yeah. you're like, I swear it was just the coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I swear, I swear. Um, so the the so she goes on to detail this uh this experience. The governor has denied that he put his hand on Camisso's bottom during the selfie. Camisso alleges that the governor groped her a second time at the governor's mansion in November of 2020. So he gets up and he goes to give me a hug. And I could tell immediately when he hugged me, it was in a probably the most sexually aggressive manner than any of the other hugs that he had given me. Um, It was then that I said, you know, uh, governor, you know, my words were, you're going to get us in trouble. And I thought to myself, that probably wasn't the best thing to say, but at that time, I was so afraid that one of the mansion staff, that they were going to come up and see this and think, oh, you know, is that what she comes here for? And that's not what I came there for, and that's not who I am. And I was terrified of that. I accept that as a reasonable explanation for why you would say that as well. I I think that it's hard for anyone, us and the listeners included, to, if we've never experienced something like this, try to put ourselves in that position and realistically say what we would do in that situation. Because I've never never experienced being sexually harassed, so I don't don't know. I, I don't either. But, like, that line rings true enough to me, that line of, like, Mr. Mayor, you're gonna get into, into trouble. How he would read that as some kind of like you're you're being flirtatious. I could, but in her mind, it's her saying, in, in, in so many words, it's her saying, "This is what you're rallying against with Trump, and you're putting us in a position where someone's gonna see this, report it to the news, and we're both gonna be in trouble e- for this either, shit. And my my career's gonna be ruined. Your political career, like either that, wouldn't or, it be just like, easier not to do it? I could see, I, like, I see your point, but I almost don't even like for me. I don't 
that's not how I read it. For, the way that I read it, and I'm not a woman who's ever been put in this position. I'm not a man no, who's ever been put in this position. Nor am I, so a, I could be completely wrong. By a female employer. But what I would say is that uh, that I could see it in the way that, like, I don't want to be considered a whore. I don't want right. to be considered somebody who who has advanced my career. This is why I come here. Like I get yeah. meetings with you because I'm sucking your dick. Right. You know, like that that 100% that yeah. that devalues everything she's worked for. Yeah. You know, in one second of something she did not ask for. Right. Someone put her hand, his hand on her ass and suddenly her whole career is in jeopardy. Right. And this one and this now we've we've moved forward past that incident into now we're talking about the I was wrong when I said that we continue. We we've moved on to the November incident. But this gets worse and this is gonna make you really mad because this is the Billy Bush Trump moment of <laughs> this episode. And like I know it, we would we would go full hypocrisy at some yeah, point. Th- this is this is um not good. And when I said that, he walked over, shut the door so hard to the point where I thought for sure someone downstairs must think, they must think if they heard that, what is going on, came back to me, and that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, Oh my God, this is happening. It happened so quick. He didn't say anything. When I stopped it, he just pulled away and walked away. Uh, That's, mm, you're right that that is like the set, not even the saddest, the most infuriating moment. It speaks to, uh, uh, if true, it speaks to a level like of narcissism, of of crassness, uh, of yeah. just like this wasn't an issue. You it, shouldn't be upset by this. It like al- fuck that. Yeah. It also, to me, um, helps establish the idea of this being a reoccurring pattern. Like a hundred percent that he can get away with that this. he can get away with it. And so, like, yeah. it didn't work this time. I'll do it next time. Right. It's just but, like it, 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 I'm, it, I'm rich enough. Don't they? Like I mean, me? if it that, is the bully, but you were a hundred percent right. It is, it's the the liberal idea, the, the liberal version of the Billy yeah. Bush tape. If if and and if again, if the accusation is true, and that will be uh, that will bear out in court. Um, because now there is a criminal charge filed. But if that's true, Good. like the, yeah. the, something to, to 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 speak to uh, the crassness that you that you called it, um, is like he, he, she, without saying the word slammed. She said. She said. He slammed the door loud enough. He yeah. said, "Shut the door aggressively." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like. That to me also speaks to the level of crassness and narcissism. He didn't care if people hurt. That like, right? yeah, I can't get away with no this. No one's gonna like, come nobody, check on this. They know. Yeah, they know. That, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's how I read it. I could be wrong, and like I said, that will play also, out in I also, court. I don't want to like. I don't feel comfortable doubting one victim, let alone eleven. If you're doubting eleven victims, you're an asshole. That's I, all it is. Like, I think, if you can't take some credibility from like. Even if one woman is exaggerating, even if two, even if five are, that doesn't excuse the yeah, other six. The, the, it you it know does seem that like when the num- the higher the number goes, the when you harder the, it is to accept yes. that like if oh get, this is if, all just if you get the Cosby or Trump levels, there's no there's almost a zero percent chance in my mind that this is all made up, yeah. right? This is a pattern. It would, exactly. Well, I mean, it would take uh, it would take some networking to pull this off all like right. simultaneously. You know, um, I this is gonna sound horrible, but she she specifically said something about 
she saw his large hand, like how big his hand was. I couldn't read that as anything other than a slight dig on Trump and his tiny hands. <laughs> yeah. I know that wasn't it, and no. I'm sorry. That is now the only way they're different. Right. Well, yes, like, exactly. That, that like one has small hands, one has big hands. They're both creepy. Yeah. yeah. That is now the only way there. I again, I would say that I don't put Cuomo to the level of fascist based on what we've talked about him on, uh, no. on this show. Um, but if you're a woman too, like, is there a difference between how how bad they are sexually? It's uh, assault, you know, like it, in a sexual assault way. It's a very inappropriate, very frustrating, sad, it, maddening, um, scenario. Like it, it's it's bullshit. It one hundred percent. Um, she goes on. I want to read to you what the governor said, quote, to touch a woman's breast who I hardly know in the mansion with 10 staff around with my family in the mansion to say I don't care who sees us. I would have to lose my mind to do such a thing. Reading that is disgusting. It's simple. I know the truth. He knows the truth. I know what happened. And so does he. For more than three months, she says she didn't tell anyone until she watched Governor Cuomo's press conference on March 3rd. But this is what I want you to know. And I want you to know this from me directly. He almost has this smirk that he thinks that he's untouchable. That was the tipping point. I broke down. You know, I said, he's lying. I felt like he was personally saying it to me. Well, and... To the further that sentiment, he did personally say it to other people later. But he, um, I mean, he personally said it to her when he said, "Like the anonymous person." I'm yeah. like, he essentially spoke directly to her. Yeah, he said, "Like, I, oh, I'm sorry if you misinterpreted. You're wrong." Right now, what she's talking about right. is an earlier press conference. It is, prior it is, to but what like we his, to. the pattern is the exact same uh, yeah. of of yeah blaming the victim and and also I just just as an aside, and this has nothing to do with like I don't know. Um, Cuomo's defense of my family was in the the place. There was 10 staffers. Why would I do that? So many people, especially children, will tell you that they were assaulted behind a door, and on the other side of that door were more family members. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many people are in the fucking house. That is a piss-poor excuse, and fuck him for making it. Also, just based on the type of, like, personality that he's displayed through these two episodes that we've done on him, uh, to me, he seems like the guy that when, like dad's working or you don't go, come in. he's the but governor that, you don't fucking interrupt that is a hundred percent the way uh abusive people get off on they mm-hmm. like the fact that they can they can close the door and they can suddenly do this and you're not going to say anything but out of fear or shame right that is how they get off and, on the power uh, and, and the control and to to be fair to like his daughters and his family and but whatever. he's using them as an excuse well, of being like well they were in the other room i wouldn't do this in, don't bring them up in like, some ways he is kind of assaulting them on a mental level yes. because if that is true that they could know something or they could hear the door slam or they could hear they like, didn't wait. protect someone right well like, and they can't because like the way you uh, establish your household if you there's something to be said about like creating an environment where the people around you don't want to believe the things that are happening or don't like, question if, if someone says yeah, you're being bad if something's yes. tra- traumatic enough it's in some instances, it's just easier to ignore that and pretend that that is not reality. Yes, that that's actually the 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 mark of an abused household. Right, is that they 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 tend to back up the abuser. 
Yeah, because it backs up their own their own belief that they're not being so, abused. And I'm not saying that that's what happened here. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's very know. possible. But also, fuck Cuomo for using his family and his children as an excuse of why he didn't rape or abuse someone. Yeah, you know? like that is not an excuse he, in the slightest. He is using them as tokens, and it's very frustrating given the fact that he's giving a lazy non-apology. And then using his mom and his dad and his and his uh, assaulted family member and, and his, his wife's and kids yeah. and family. Like, he's he's throwing under the bus anybody that might have been within the vicinity of him. Yeah, it uh, like it is good to hear from the person who's making the accusation, and it's just so that we can give ourselves some type of idea of there's a baseline because uh, Andrew Cuomo yeah. is gonna. Set the goalpost so far away from where the well, actual he, goalpost is. He has considerably more power to demand media attention, and like yes, when he calls a, a, a press conference, right. multiple stations show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because of this current scenario, the country shows up. Like this isn't just it's not just New York news. Like this is this is national news. Yeah. Um, that the guy that we wanted to believe in, like. He, is not the guy that we wanted to believe that he is. Also, um, I mean, think about it from a liberal standpoint. If you write a liberal paper, how great is the headline that essentially says, like, hey, remember the guy you, you bought his book six months ago and were sucking his dick in, right. like, in, in the media? Right. He's now so, Satan. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I... Th- I, we've got a couple more clips from this uh, interview, and then we will, uh, and then we'll get into his uh, response. I never touched anyone inappropriately. Yes, you did. Yes, you have. And not only yes, but one of them is me. And that's when I, I broke down. I told my coworkers a little bit. And there were two people you told this to at the time. Yes. Why did you file that criminal complaint with the sheriff's office? Because it was the right thing to do. The governor needs to be held accountable. Being held accountable to you Mm -hmm. means seeing the governor charged with a crime. What he did to me was a crime. He broke the law. I don't think that, uh, you know, some... I don't even think necessarily it's a fair question. to be posed that like why would you go to the police after blah 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 like whatever um because like and her answer i think is exactly right is that like because it is the right thing to do it doesn't matter if it's the governor or the fucking guy that works at the coffee shop down the road or my Mm -hmm. boss at my office or whatever like the right thing to do it's um, also not a fair thing to be like well why did you wait till after the fact to be like well i saw his press conference and i saw a smirk and that even if you can't prove that that smirk meant what you think it is, as a victim, as someone who, like, anybody anybody who's been a victim of something can tell you that, like, it's not often the incident that sets you off. It's something later on that's right. insignificant I do wanna, that, that puts a line in the sand. I do want to make clear, too, that when I say that, or when I back up her uh, saying that it is the right thing to do, I am not saying that waiting three months is the wrong thing to do, or three years, or th- three decades. Right. Like... It is not for me to tell a victim how to deal with that. I want to see the the villain always held accountable. Well, uh, but it I, is not for me to tell a rape victim exactly. that the right thing to do is to go to I the would, police. Because, like, I don't know what that does mentally and emotionally. And, 100%. Like, if you are a victim of sexual assault, rape, like, whatever, like, however you react to that. 
what well, is the right reaction it's to like, that. It's like, like, like how I you come out. Don't. However you come out, however you choose to tell your Me Too story, there is no wrong way. Right. You know, like that is a deeply personal thing that yeah. no one can tell you when is the so, right time. I don't know. I just wanted to clarify that because I, I said it is the right thing to do, and I do believe that. But, but I it's also... the most common criticism people get of, like, right. oh, why is this the time you came out? Yeah. And it's, it's I don't, very demeaning. I don't want it to seem like, I, like I'm taking that line, too, where... Like where you could put me in another scenario and I would be the guy saying, well, I don't want you to be in the future if you're a listener to be able to say, well, he thinks that three months is like as long as you can go. Like because he said that that one time that like that's the right thing to do. So now in this instance where it's been a decade or whatever, like no, whatever you're. I don't care if someone is on their deathbed and they decide to tell you about something that happened when they were six. If that is the time it takes them to get over it and be comfortable telling you, live with it, yeah, right. That is a yeah, yeah. That is so much like I mean, uh, there's so many things you can compare it to. Like if you've ever fought in a war and took someone's life, you don't owe that story to anybody, right? That is something that belongs to you and whatever God you believe. You know, yeah. If you share that to another human, that is your right, and it's a deeply fucking uh, courageous thing to do. Yeah. I ex- I accept her answer very much that uh that it is the right thing to do. I don't think you need a reason if you've been sexually assaulted by the governor or by anybody, Joe Schmo. I don't think you need to offer up a reason for why you went to the police, right? Because that's yeah, that's, that's who you go to. Like should be the last thing the police should ever ask is why are you here? Like the reason right. you're here is because you're uh, you're saying a crime commit got committed. That yeah. should be the only reason we need. Yep. Um, she goes on. Camiso says she's thankful to the other accusers for giving her the strength to come forward. There was a time when it, between my personal life and this, it was too much. People don't understand. You know, it's the governor of the state of New York. He is a professional fighter. And I think people should know that it hasn't been easy. And... I apologize that I haven't come forward sooner. How fucked is it that we live in a society where the victim of multiple sexual assaults or sexual harassment or whatever, however you want to, whatever scope you want to put that in, how, how messed up is it that we live in a society where like she feels that she has to apologize because she owed somebody else something. Can you imagine making the hardest choice you've maybe ever made in your life, and at the same time you're making that choice, also have to apologize for not making right. it sooner? Which the only reason that it is that it has to be the hardest is, is because, because we have fucking, stigmatized. Yes, and, and so many people get fucking hurt for coming out and saying it, or get discredited, or get their motives questioned, their lives dug into, called a whore. It's insane you know? that we like we we've stigmatized uh, it to a point where the victim, it, like. The crime should be stigmatized. You shouldn't. It should be hard to come out and admit that you were a sexual assaulter. No, no. It should be. It should be hard for Cuomo. Oh, it should be. It makes sense where Cuomo's at. It is hard to come out and be like. I'm not saying that he's doing it right. I'm not saying that at all. But it is hard to come out and own up and say like, yeah, I have a problem. And it should be applauded a, if someone is able to do that to to own up to their faults uh, if if they do de- it honestly. Depending, he didn't, right? like I don't know. I, I it's don't, the first step toward healing is is admitting that you were wrong. Fair, but I also am not going to look at it. I, I the danger that I think there is in that statement uh, is that saying that like 
I don't I don't believe that if somebody is a serial rapist or somebody they can or, just say I'm sorry that they can just off. come out and be uh, like yes, even if yeah. they believe it it's like yeah that's cool I'm glad for you and your inner peace or Th- whatever doesn't help but your fuck off like right. yeah a little too little too little too late yeah um so like I don't think that that's uh, like I don't think that that's just the bar is accepting it but I do think that it's fucked that we live in a society where we have stigmatized the 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 victimization so much that she feels like she didn't do something for in the other per- victims. Right, like that she she essentially feels like she victimized other people by not speaking up. Right, when she is the you victim. turn the victim into yeah. Not only do they have guilt for not speaking up, now they have guilt because they feel like they are the cause. Yeah, and that is yeah, that's that's messed horrendous. Up. Yeah, that is yeah. that is not the. That is not an appropriate society to, or an appropriate thing to to be accepted. Like it, it's just simply not. Camiso doesn't remember the exact date the governor allegedly grabbed her breast. Something Cuomo's attorney pointed out in a recent news conference. CBS News has asked Cuomo's legal team for a list of visitors to the governor's mansion from October through December of 2020. Cuomo's personal attorney, Rita Glavin, also says the governor did not grope or sexually assault Comiso and questions the fairness of the state AG's report, claiming it omitted evidence that was favorable to the governor. So this is a classic case of he said, she said, but she is standing by everything that you heard in that interview. Here's the one defense that I will make as far as everything that we've said, although I would say that it's highly unlikely. I am interested in knowing what the AG's report omitted only because if there's there's video camera footage that on the night on December 31st, 2019, New Year's Eve, she was like at a gas station or at a pizza joint for like 4 hours when this was supposed to be happening, relevant. If that 100%. if that evidence exists, then I can say that like yeah okay like there is evidence that needs to be brought to light that maybe makes her statements and her story and version and like whatever not accurate and maybe it makes it not true maybe but again as i've said so many times through the episode it we're talking about 11 women so like i'm right. using there's been well, a couple also... examples here that we've kind of gotten a little bit of detail on, but like, even if she was on video somewhere else in a different state or some shit that makes this not relevant to like, there's still ten other people out there, and right. I feel like and even if she is completely wrong, even if you've listened, even if you, yeah, yeah, ten even, other women, yeah, even if you've listened to this entire thing, this entire episode. And you've heard her now for however long I presented her uh, side of the story. Even if you don't believe any of that is like you, it to me it's a giant leap from not believing one woman to not believing a pattern that seems to be right. esta- and, that seems to <clears throat> be establishing at least through the course of this episode. Of course of behavior, yeah, right. And also like we. We do live in America. People are innocent until proven guilty. I don't. Right. I'm not sitting here suggesting that Cuomo should be locked behind bars for sex crimes. 
there's a lot more there's a higher standard of evidence that needs to be proven before I'm comfortable saying that. Right. But what I should say is someone with this many uh, accusers should not be leading a fucking city. Yeah, that's fair. Like especially when the president comes out and says you should resign. You should probably resign. Once your whole party to start is just like Yeah. At this point, now Cuomo, you owe it to us because like even if you're, you're a innocent, fucking stain, man. Especially if you're innocent, to be like, look, I want to be above board. I don't want to hurt the, my cause that right. I believe in. Yeah. I'm gonna step away. It might hurt me, but it's better for everyone. Yeah. But like his his which, policy like, of like, I'm just gonna blame the victim which, and I'm gonna stay on. I will say that like uh, we're gonna get to a point where like we do hear him kind of use some of that language in a f- couple minutes. Um, but like again, it's that like too little, too late. You, you know the fact that uh, Melissa DeRosa who was the number one chief aide to the governor has decided based on the reporting that you and the Albany Times Union has done. In other words, I can sort of see that it happened late Sunday night mm-hmm. after we'd released a couple of sound bites from your interview, uh, clearly signifies that she can no longer stand by the governor's side. And so it'll be interesting to see yeah. what happens in the assembly. Yeah. So the, his, it, it becomes harder for me to believe that his top aide would resign just um, if everything was bullshit, if there was no credence to anything, I guess I could see an argument where somebody like I guess I could see an instance where somebody was just like the pressure is too much for me. But that's not typically why it happens in these political positions. Not so, the ti- not timing wise, at least. No. Right. People who hold these political uh, positions too, like these power positions, don't typically have the level of anxiety that you and me do. Like, they live for the moments where it's it's, yeah. it's like cut, you know, right. live or die. Yeah. Right. Like I. Oh, my God. Lawyers are, or uh, the reporters are calling me. I got to resign. I'm like <laughs> I could fucking I could see myself resigning from my trip to the store Shit. because I'll I'm be, like, dude, Walmart. It's I'll be, big. I'll be really honest. If we get one mean tweet, I'm like, Brandon, I'm not coming back. The podcast <laughs> is yours now. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not doing this. They were mean to me. Yeah. Uh, someone call me fat. <laughs> so somebody pointed out that I have red hair and <laughs> started talking shit about the sun. Ginger, I, you know, I can't handle ginger jokes. Um, but Racism. Yeah. Uh, typically in these political positions, when when a high up aide, uh, somebody who's direct, uh, especially in this instance, where she's like the highest aide would, to the governor would I, resign. I, it seems to me like you know um, shit is going bad. Yeah, like th- this doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But was it a woman who resigned? I don't remember. Yes. Okay, I thought so. Because yeah. like th- there, there's always this. Um, and Matt Gates, our last episode, perfect example. He gets accused of sex trafficking with a minor. So what does he do? He goes to every woman who works for him, and he makes them all sign a statement saying we right. he's never sexually yep. harassed us, and we put it out like that means anything. Yeah. Like. Like, okay, let's say there's a creepy uncle who molests his niece, and then he has the other niece sign a thing like, I've never touched you. That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. It, it means doesn't. zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what I feel like what he's doing is, like, he kind of went to her, like, will you sign this? And she's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I'd rather just resign. Yeah. Um, because, maybe. like, if you're, if you're a Jesus, if there's 11 Either women. That, uh, the other women have said, like, I don't we haven't gotten to it, but women have said that they came to his chief of staff, right, and they, they complained. Right. And nothing happened. Right. Yeah. Which is why they didn't want to come out because they knew that he was bullshitting when he said, like, right. we're different than Trump. Yeah. And I could see it also not just being a thing where, like, I don't want to speculate that somebody was asked to sign something or whatever. Like, it could just be, like, they. He could the, just be they woke up. They didn't know. Here's, Maybe, the, here's you know? the thing, though the governor of New York is powerful as shit. 
right? Yeah. So it's it's going to be hard for me to believe that Cuomo doesn't know what's happening inside the investigation as it's happening. Like before right. it's before Letitia James inter, it, it, he introduces knew. the conclusion to us. He, he knew he wasn't sitting there watching that press no. conference being like, oh, shit. No, he knew he, hours before. Well, he knew probably months like, like before. Matt Gates, like he was calling up Tucker being like, I'm coming on I, because I know it's about to drop. My, my thing is like you have people inside the office. Yeah. Like you're oh, the fucking. Yeah. You're Let's the, not you're, pretend. Yeah. You're the governor of New York. You know what's happening as it's and happening. If you don't, you would have never became the governor of New York. Right. Right. Someone else would have beat you to that job. Yeah. And now you've got everybody from the president of the United States on down to the Democrats in, here in New York State. That's right. That are calling saying, for him to resign. Extraordinary situation. Well, you can see more of our interview on Paramount Plus and CBSnews.com in the InstaDoc Executive Assistant Number One Cuomo Accuser Speaks. I kept that in there so that I didn't have to source it myself in case I forgot. <laughs> so, um, but uh, uh. yeah, of course, A, of course he would say that it hasn't happened. We've already listened to him say that ahead right. of and, the shit. And of course his, his lawyer's defense is going to boil down to he said, she said. Right. Which is like, yeah, that's what that's the law that has let rapists get off for fucking millennia, you know. But, but I do years. think that they're the 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 last point that they made that the Democrats are calling for him to resign is still a valid point, important point. It, right? If you're if you are into doing the compare and contrast thing, because we have seen so many instances, and I'm not saying only. And then here's what I saved uh, earlier from from debating you on. I've seen a lot of Democrats in in comment sections. Saying that he should not resign, that this oh, is a political ploy, that I. this is a political ploy, or even play, right. uh, or from that it's going to hurt them politically against uh, the GOP. Yeah. Which I would argue, like it's New York, you're not getting also, a Republican. Well, first of all, I don't care. Even if it hurts us in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I'm not willing to let evil go for the grant for right. to win and like for the greater good. Right. Fuck you. Um, and you know, so I, I don't know. It that has has irked me a lot though is for right. first of all when i see democrats in comment sections making the argument that this is just a political attack and nothing more than that i feel like you guys like you're doing the same thing that the QAnon people do right like you're just making up what you want to be true and mm -hmm. you found some like young turks program or something to like that said it in a way that you could slap it on a fucking meme or something. Or or and, Joe Rogan was like innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Don't resign. Although you know? I guarantee Joe Joe Rogan is a one day, man. There's gonna there's <laughs> gonna be an We're episode. doing research. We'll we'll hit that eventually. Yeah. Rogan Rogan I do not That'll be our first five part story. <laughs> not a fan of Rogan. And uh it sucks that Jim's not here because like we got in that last bonus episode that we did, we got Jim to finally say his first negative thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm about, proud of that. Yeah. I was too because Very like proud. we we've had years of arguing with Jim about <laughs> about not liking Joe Rogan's show. <laughs> uh um so anyway. But the 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 he said she said of it all like yeah. the, the a the defense is worn out like that's the same defense I've been hearing Trump use which I, which wasn't I wasn't buying it then I'm not buying it now no. I and then also like it's an important point to say that like the difference between Democrats and Republicans yeah it it's it I I pointed it out it seems like it happened 15 years ago but it was only 2018 when Al Franken resigned right which was because he took a picture. Of a woman sleeping when he was on a USO tour mm -hmm. over yeah and he and he in the picture he pretended to be groping her breast while she slept, the picture leaked and he was forced to resign yeah and I was really proud of that 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 like 
I don't want to say my side because I don't really identify with Democrats, no. but the side I identify with more has more morals. Yeah. You know? And and what pissed me off is that like four months later I saw a bunch of Democrats being like, Oh, maybe we fucked ourselves in the Senate. Maybe we shouldn't made him resign. Maybe it was too quick. I'm like, no. It doesn't matter what no, because, consequence you pay later. Yeah. You sh- in the moment you made the right decision. Yeah. And in the right decision, Cuomo should resign right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was going to end the show with a clip of him saying that he wasn't going to. And then, like I told you, <laughs> right before, uh, I've got a couple of clips left, uh, right before we started recording tonight, about an hour or two before. Um, I think it, you had it, literally, te- I texted you being like, are we all prepared for tonight? And you're like, yep. And then like an hour later, you're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I did some, I did some running around panicking a little bit when, when we were talking about it. Cause I was like, shit, well, I don't want to end on, he refuses to resign <laughs> and then put this out a week after he resigns. Hey Frank, the end of this episode is a Twitter <laughs> update. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Um, it would have been it would have been hilarious though to have to do two Cuomo addendums. Like the right. only, at, at the, both times, yeah. you just keep coming back, being like, "This motherfucker, this fucker, dude, he's gonna uh, make us live in the studio." Yeah. So he uh, he does he did today on August tenth um, finally come out and offer his resignation. And that we, was shocking, right? It, yeah. I don't think any of us expected no. that. No, like, dude, I prepped this entire episode. It was just with like, the idea that like he's gonna go down with the ship. Like he'll yeah. he'll make us vote him out of office. Yeah. It was, and I thought it was something where I thought he would be impeached. That's what I thought. I I didn't think that he was going to make it to his next election, but I thought that like he's going to go, he's going to do the Trumpian thing, and he's going to fight it like hell, right. and it's going to be a drag out thing, and it's going to suck. Like it's going to suck. Right. He's, he's going to take fucking democracy down with him. Yeah. Or at least just like the. It's just like we don't need this. Like we don't. Right. As as I will tell you too. Even that an I, innocent person would be like, I don't want to do this to my people. I don't identify with Democrats as like the label that I put on me. But I also understand that as a liberal and as a progressive, that the Democrats are the closest that I'm going to get in the current system that we have. Whether they are Bernie Sanders Democrats or whether they are uh, jo- not Joe Manchin. It's, I not it, either way. Way, though it's not going to end up with kids in cages no like and, it's and that kind of liberalism it's going right? to be like, as close to my goals as i as, as you can as realistically I can guess. guess yeah for, yeah for in the current era like no matter no, no matter what like i'm not gonna be on the right side of th- i'm not gonna <laughs> be on the far right side of things and so like even though I would consider myself a little bit more like i would consider myself progressive now i think that th- that has evolved over the last couple of years um, that I consider myself progressive more so than I do moderate. But if moderate Democrat is the closest that I can get, I still understand that that is better than moderate or far right yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so I think that it's good that the Democrats called on him to resign and I, and I don't want the stain I don't want him also, anymore. He's a stain, but I also, don't want the, the drag out fight to, yeah. to just. I will just say what a relief it was as someone, me and you probably had the same uh, reaction the last four years of Trump and doing a podcast and, and seeing people who were in his party get accused of horrible things and him come out and attack the, the victims yeah. and to finally have the white house come out and be like, look, this is going to hurt us politically, but you should resign. Yeah. 
And yeah. like that was like as much as I don't like Biden a hundred percent, like right. I, it was a sigh of relief being like, God damn, there's an adult. Yeah. You know? Thank God for an adult. Thank yeah. yeah. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, so here is, uh, we got a few clips from his resignation speech. We're going to criticize these first couple, uh, I think quite a bit. Good morning. Let me begin by thanking Rita Glavin for that, uh, powerful presentation. I'd like to address several issues today. Uh, first, I've always started by telling New Yorkers the facts before my opinion. So let's start New York tough with the truth. The attorney general did a report on complaints made against me by certain women for my conduct. The report said I sexually harassed 11 women. That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. The reaction was outrage. It should have been. However, it was also false. My lawyers, as you just heard from Rita Glavin, have reviewed the report over the past several days and have already raised serious issues and flaws that should concern all New Yorkers. Because when there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone, not just those immediately affected. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. And there is a difference between alleged improper conduct and concluding sexual harassment. Uh, yeah, there is a difference between alleged and and concluding, and that's what court is going to be for. But right. as as now an embattled governor, you don't have a business being there. I don't want a governor sitting through a fucking court case. Because yeah. of all of the shit that you may or may not, but probably did. Very heavily implied <laughs> that you did. Yeah. Um, I, like, the, yeah. So now it's time to go. Especially, man. I mean, like, I know, like, at this point in the, when he is saying this, it's probably a, a year removed. But for us, it's been less than an hour and a half since we heard Cuomo saying, I welcome the investigation. Yeah, right. To clear my name. Yeah. And then when the investigation came back saying 11 women, it's credible. Like it's false. Yep, all women. Yep, and yep. now, yep, and now it's it's every New Yorker's uh, fucking like it's 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 their responsibility to defend me and keep yeah. me in office. Yeah, like this is this is the speech where he resigns, right? Yeah, because okay, he spends the first ten minutes of the speech saying that essentially he's not going to resign. New Yorkers need to rally behind me. Which when like when you sent when you like, you sent me like the link like he resigned I started listening to it and I'm like he's not gonna resign yeah he's being so combative he's talking about the the point by point defense right. his lawyers put out yeah is this just because like he wants to run in 2022 I don't think he could possibly run like I think I, he wants to I think that that if that is true then the level of narcissism is is unbelievable. Oh, like, I think it, is. it might be. Like, I mean, I I feel I like don't it think is this is the last like, we heard of Cuomo. Oh man, that I is, hope it is, but I don't think so. That's crazy to me if he tries to pull a play off of this like or after this because yeah. it's just like, dude, come no, cuz you're still going to be the guy that every time we hear your name, we're going to be like, remember right. how and dirty is, and ugly that shit got? This remember is my, how he this failed is, us as our hero? <clears throat> this is my hope. We haven't seen Al Franken run again because my hope is that, like, Democrats at least don't have that short of a memory. That we remember when people are creepy or they did something wrong. Versus Republicans, like, 
Most Republicans have already forgotten that Matt Gates was accused of sexual assault, even though they're they're fans of QAnon and they think sexual right. assault is like the biggest, the worst thing. Yes, they hated our they're QB's they're, episode. Yeah, they're willing to like the cognitive dissonance is there. I'm I'm hoping the Democrats don't have that, and we yeah. remember the like Cuomo is done. Yeah, but I don't believe it's true. I don't know. I hope that that's just like post Trump era narcissism on your part. That's it, just it better like be. I can't that trust would, anybody be because I've been broken so hard. And trust <laughs> like, me, I would hope it would be my mental problems. I'm used to those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I've learned I can, how to manage. Yeah, those. I can I can navigate that maze. Um, so he gives us some more uh, Trump logic here. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not to say that there are not eleven women who I truly offended. There are. And for that, I deeply, deeply apologize. I thought a hug and putting my arm around a staff person while taking a picture was friendly, but she found it to be too forward. I kissed a woman on the cheek at a wedding, and I thought I was being nice, but she felt that it was too aggressive. I have slipped and called people honey, sweetheart, and darling. I meant it to be endearing, but women found it dated and offensive. I said on national TV to a doctor wearing PPE and giving me a COVID nasal swab, you make that gown look good. I was joking. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have said it on national TV, but she found it disrespectful. I take full responsibility for my actions. I have been too familiar with people. My sense of humor can be insensitive and off-putting. I do hug and kiss people casually, women and men. I have done it all my life. It's who I've been since I can remember. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. But I didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn. There are generational and cultural shifts that I just didn't fully appreciate. And I should have. No excuses. <laughs> After wait, all of you the just excuses. spent. Yes. Yeah, you just spent three minutes accusing the abuser of like because what they're saying is you put my hand, you put your hand up my shirt. What he's saying is, oh, I'm sorry, I kissed your cheek. Yeah, which is like oh, I've had a, like, I've had a grandma that kissed my cheek and right. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't think she sexually assaulted me. Yeah, there's a big difference if she would have grabbed my dick through my pants. Yeah, you know, like yeah, there's yeah, that's a difference. It's insulting to say that the victim just didn't know. They're just it's, stupid. It, they didn't know when they were being abused. It's also insulting. Like, that, it's so insulting. It's insulting to the listener. I don't remember. Part of me wants to say that I. I could have seen that press conference back in the when like in the first wave of the pandemic where he like part of me remembers vaguely like hearing Chris or uh, Andrew Cuomo make the comment that you make that gown look good but I could be fabricating that in my in I don't my, ever remember hearing that um, um but he said that like I said that on national TV and then he says obviously I was joking if I was listening to that like my initial thought in that moment would be like 
Uh, dude, it's not that you're joking. Is that you think you can get away with it? It's just weird. That's like, how you even, speak to people. Even in that time, without knowing that right. that any of the other shit, I would be like, oh, old man talks to woman like. For, it's not 1970, it, dude. It like, could be you. If you were telling me the story of you getting the vaccination, and then you were like, so I turned to her and I'm like, you make that gown look good, I'd be like, Brandon, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that's weird, dude. Like, like, yeah, that's not like flirty or like, yeah. or like you know, that's off-putting. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, do you not understand, like, social yeah. Also, I don't like his, his idea of, like, this is how I've always been. Okay, you've always been a creep. Right. That's like the fact that like, well, this is how I've always acted. That doesn't it, mean you've always been innocent. Right. At all. It also feels like when he makes the comment about like, I didn't realize where the line was drawn. And like now I realize so that it's that it's being redrawn. Mm, like That pisses me off because you spent a year and a half on TV saying you knew exactly where the line was and pointing yeah. at Trump. And saying he crossed it. Now something. And now you're saying like you're pointing at the line in the ground, the line you drew, and being like, "That's the line." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, to me, it's like, dude, you, I don't like the term "woke" because I think it's a weaponized word, like that, canceled yeah. or yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking a buzzword. But we all know what it means. And we all know when when we talk about woke things, like when we talk about woke society or whatever, like we all understand what that means like we, we know what we're like what that represents and what i would argue that it represents is just not being in fucking 1970 anymore like <laughs> right. i don't think that it's wokeness to be like when people complain about like oh well they took the rapey cartoon character out of the cartoon i grew up with well okay that's not bad. Right. Or like cartoons weren't racist when I were a kid. Was a kid. Yes, they were. But you were all racist when right. you were a kid. Or like, like I can't, I can't kiss a random person's right. cheek when I meet them. So, like so, okay, I'm sorry, but when was that fucking? When was the last time that was allowed? That's not progressiveness. Yeah, that's that's progression. Right. Period. But they want to act like, like it's some kind of nostalgia. But like, oh, you're, uh, it's that thing of like it, they treat it just like Southerners treat the the fucking Confederate flag. It's our heritage. It's not racist. Right. We're not meaning to be abusive. We're just this is just how I was raised. Yeah. And and they treat it as if like I was actually being cordial. Yeah. Me putting my hand around you, cuddling you, that was just how I was raised. Like, yeah. No. No, that's not an excuse. And I will say like I. I think I've told a story. I don't know if specifically if it was on this podcast, but I know that I believe that I've told the story on the microphone before that like my wife and I have had arguments before because I have had arguments uh, like at family events with like grandparents or or something like that um, about oh, like touching kids. Yeah. About, yeah you've, you've said this, about I think. about social issues or whatever. Um, and Stacy's been like, like, why do you do that? And it's like, you know, they're from a different era. Yeah. But that shit was wrong then too. Right. And like, well, the it's only also, way it's that not we... so much about the old people as teaching your kids that you right. should have agency over your yeah, body. You I'm, know, well, like... and I'm not, I'm not trying to change the past. What I am telling you is that we're in the present and it's acceptable in the present and in the future. Yeah. It's unacceptable in the present and in the future. Yeah. And you, you give so, it the times or go fucking live in 1950. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So anyway, I've got one more clip. I I just sorry to interrupt you. Cuomo started that argument with the the. It's something me and you use, and I don't like it. But it's the "don't get me wrong" argument, because whenever you say "don't get me wrong," you're kind of saying like I'm about to be an asshole. Yeah, a little bit. We're admittedly assholes, though you and I. Yeah. Um, but we're also very clear up front that like don't live your life by what we say. Right. That is a very piss poor way to live your life. Yeah. 
we don't have great lives. Like, yeah. Why would and you we, do that? We also didn't, yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't put that much thought into this. Come on. Right. Like, I mean, I don't have a bad life, but I'm not, like, I don't. It's not a model. It, right. You know? Like, I don't. If li- you end up here, that's fine. If you set out to get here, that's <laughs> that's, bad. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going to have to rethink some shit. Um, yeah. I've got one more clip, and it's from the end of his, the, the closer to the end of his speech, where he, uh, not the very end, but where he actually gets to the point of the speech and offers up his resignation and how that's going to play out. Government needs to perform. It is a matter of life and death, government operations. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. So there it is. Uh, uh, It will be effective about a week after we put this out. Um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe a little bit less. Um, what do you feel about the debate that I've been seeing? I think we even we touched on it earlier in our uh, text thread about like is two weeks is that normal for a politician to get his ducks in a row, or is he trying to insulate himself with what power he has left? I don't know. I mean, I I don't put it past any politician to go either way on that. Like, I do believe that it is probably true that. Uh, if you offer up your resignation in the middle of a term or something, that you probably are... Like, that was the fear that we had when Biden was taking over the presidency, was that, like, they're not being prepped. Like, they have a country to run in a fucking world that right. is active, and they're not being prepped. And so I do buy that, the argument. It's the marathon race. You need the person running in front of you who's handing the baton back. Right. You can't just pick it up off the ground. It's going to st- make you so stumble. So I do believe that if Cuomo just like just walks away today, finishes that press conference, and then walks out and hangs up his tie or whatever, and that's the end of... He, like, I do think that it's going to be hard for his lieutenant governor to step in and know exactly everything that she needs to know. Like, yeah. there's only so much a staff can do without right. the person who how was much, the face of the, yeah, it's, of it's, the it's, office. It's how much does the office holder keep on the paper versus how much do they keep in their head right. kind of thing. Like, you know. So, like, it doesn't— But also, I, like— I, I do want to just just knock Swiss holes like Swiss cheese holes in his fucking argument of like I'm doing this so the government can get on with its course of getting things done. And the, Dude, if you if your only uh, worry was like 
the the image, the impression that people are going right. to get. You would re- you would have resigned the moment fucking two people had accused well, you. Well, here's the just, thing: just for posterity. Even if that's true, it it bothers me a little bit because essentially what he's saying is, and I get it. He's a politician, and I also think that as far as well, I mean, he's the governor of New York. It affects more people. Uh, Democrats in the state specific if he's look if he's saying it as in like I'm worried about how the party is going to look I'm worried about the scandal and the stain that this puts on the party and how we move forward politically right I do think that there's an element of that that's like well the party affects more people than the 11 women that have accused you yeah however yes if you are resigning for a scandal like this you should also have some sense of regret and express that yeah and not just make it about the party your first thought should not be about the the political fallout but again it's one of these things where he's not accepting responsibility he's even in this clip in the very like at the start of the clip when he says i'm deeply deeply sorry i thought like this is the moment like the the final nail in the coffin has been has been driven in and like now he's actually going to apologize and he fucking didn't then he just justifies he also am i the only one that thought like he brought up his deputy's name and then specifically said like kathy this person like being like in parentheses a woman (laughs) yeah who works for me how how bad can i be this woman works for me and i didn't sexually assault her well he also said like she's competent and she's like whatever and i was like please don't she has Please don't say that she has huge jugs or right. something. Like, don't say that. Like, but again, like he was kind of silently saying, like, she's a woman. She's confident. Yeah. She's never accused me of anything. Well, I also noticed, like, his lawyer is a woman too. I didn't right. pull her. Like, I didn't think her. Well, also her bullet. This is. Point, um, uh, I don't. I do not remember. Her, I don't. Was important. I don't but, remember her name, and I wish I would have pulled it up. The woman who co-founded Times Up. Did you see she resigned? Yes. Because she apparently behind the scenes was helping Cuomo draft. Uh, his defense yeah. against these women. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, even, even if that woman believed 100% that these 11 women were mistaken, mentally ill, whatever, or whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah. The uh, fact that you can lead an organization like that while undermining its co- root cause. Yeah. Even if you believed him, your, your response should have been like, I believe you. I'm not getting involved because it can undo this entire movement right. on fucking spearheading. Yeah. Uh, the week of August uh, 10th, um, 2021 has not been a good week for the left. No, like the la- the past seven days has not been a good. I am good. Day I am for proud of what I would say is a good 60, 75 percent of the left for holding our side accountable more than I've ever seen the right do it. Yeah, I've seen I like if you, you, you if said you make the comparison. Yes, you said earlier you've definitely seen some Facebook messages, some some social media comments. I have too about like he shouldn't resign, unproven allegations, blah blah blah. But for the most part, I've seen a lot of liberals being like, fuck Cuomo. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. You know, get rid of him. Because A, even, I don't even, like, and a lot of them are saying, like, I don't even know. But, like, we can't have this. Right. This like It's like Al Franken. Maybe he was joking. Maybe he wasn't. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He yeah. did something wrong. There is enough reason to believe that he did something wrong. And... And we have a precedent. We set a bar of what we consider yeah. unacceptable behavior. Yeah. We have to stick to that. Yeah, you have to you cannot um you can't make the moral argument that 
look what Roy Moore did or look, look what, what Donald Troy Matt yeah. Gates did. Yeah. You know, like you can't make that moral argument if you're not willing to hold your own side's feet to the fire. Right. And 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 it's our responsibility as people, not just members of fucking political tribes. To do that, like he's right. a bad guy. I, I don't give like, a fuck what what not, letter is in front of his name. Exactly. Like I'm not a parent, but I'm an uncle, and just it, like as someone who has grown up with small kids in my life, and like and grown up with women who like ever like yeah. not every woman I know, but enough of them I know have right. been abused that like it's fucking ridiculous. Well, that and we, I, we allow this to continue. I would say the same thing about the the person, the head of Times Up or whatever. Like. I support that cause and that organization and whatever. Yes. But if you're a shitbag and you're doing shady shit that is like completely contrary to to your, your entire, mission statement, your, yeah, right, your yeah. mission statement. It's like okay, well, fuck off. Yeah, like you don't need to be you, here. You didn't die the hero. Yeah, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. And now you need to retire yeah. and go to Florida with Matt Gates, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where no all shit. the villains end up. Yeah, true. I man, I do not like any Florida politician. Like, I love, I, the, I love you saying this while wearing a Georgia yeah. shirt. Like, yeah. fuck Florida. <laughs> yeah, I I don't though, man. Marco Rubio's been up to no good. I'm just like yeah. this. God, I know Debbie Wasserman Schultz needs to be a future episode topic. Yeah, it, it's. That's bad, but like something on the mosquitoes. They I breed some kind of asshole. Yeah, disease. I'm not 100 percent sure that I know off the top of my head. I can't think anyway right now of who the Georgia representatives are. But I hate the whole state enough for like their politicians yeah. to be included. Like, yeah, just, I know, I know, I've read about them before. Um, I God, I know one of them is famous enough that but I can't remember their name. Okay. Or actually, Georgia was Georgia, Georgia just turned right. Yeah. That was the Ossoff Warnock. But even then, like, like even then, like yeah, I remember whatever. being like disappointed, being like it was that close. If I, if I haven't made it completely clear, I'm not a fan of Democrats either. <laughs> so I'm sure that there's some shit there to not like them about. Um, anyway, so uh, in episode four, we uh, called Cuomo a traitor. That that was where we landed on him involving the the first scandal of the nursing home stuff and then and, and when we cover up yeah when and we then we on this. yeah we touched on um, the allegations what do you think now i think we have to update now? him because i don't know right i i don't want to say that nursing home deaths and covering up covid deaths are worse than sexually abusing it's it's a, a weird line to draw between yeah. deaths and and sexual assault but I feel like he has stepped a line, stepped over a line in terms of intent, where I can see an argument of he did one bad thing, and then this whole episode has proven to me that this is a pattern of behavior. I think this the, is him. I think the reason that we uh, called him a traitor, if I can remember off the top of my head, I haven't listened to the episode recently, but if I can remember off the top of my head, I think the reason our justification for labeling him a traitor was because he betrayed us. He betrayed what we believed him to be. Right, and the image he he presented. I'm yeah. almost now willing to... I, I'm willing to leave him there, but I'm also willing to... I don't know if it's an upgrade or downgrade, whichever way you want to go. Uh, to I, I would be willing to call him a fraud as well. 100%, um, because, because what, he was, what he was pretending to be, both in terms of COVID response and... Time's up, uh, friend, friend of time. You know the, yeah. the Me Too movement. He was he was lying on both those cases. Well, and he was and he is a fraud. He was bullying to keep his political career right going. Um, and threatening. Like he, he also like yeah. retaliated against. A hundred percent is he a fraud? He was. It's not worse. He was one. He was willing to talk to his brother, who was a host on a primetime CNN 
show. I really am I show. Am I the only one that like? How is fucking Chris Cuomo ever going to interview Matt Gates or anybody else and like not have them this be the first thing they defend themselves with? Being like, how was that vacation, Chris? When your fucking brother was accused of shit, you know. The the one thing here, I'm not going to blame him for the vacation. No, Uh, I will blame him for bringing his. What we talked about last episode, bringing his brother on to suck his dick about. His, I, how great he was. Here, here's where I say that Chris Cuomo, uh, where his brother crosses the line and becomes part of this story, because I would make the argument that like it's not fair to blame Chris for his brother's. Certainly uh, not. Right. But and it's not even bl- fair to blame the, Chris on the the on CNN's policy towards. But it, family right but right there's a line where he crossed where he was fine with it being like i can't right. interview my brother I do, until it's advantageous I do, I do agree with that I and also, then when it's a pain in the ass i'll go on vacation i do think that there is something to be said and where he becomes part of the story is when he's feeding andrew cuomo his brother lines Which about has been how do you right. respond when the media asks you about these allegations as a member of the media here's how you respond that would fuck me the most yeah that's very that's, unethical yeah that yeah. that's a problem and once you do that that you both become frauds and i think yeah. that I, same thing with the leader of times up which pisses me off so much is that like not that i have any love of cnn or their integrity right. fuck them but like times up was a legitimately good organization that yeah. has just been sullied and now there's going to be legitimate criticism to have against them yep which is just, like that's like um, Planned Parenthood actually doing evil shit. Like, yeah. it is hard enough to defend you with all the the misinformation out there. Right. Don't give them weapon bullets to yeah. put in your gun. You know, shit bags in every organization. <laughs> right. I think we'll call him a fraud. This guy who just pops off and undermines the Constitution. And this guy is a complete fraud. So there you go. Thank you, Mark Levin. Don't sue me. I don't even give a fuck. I hate Mark Levin. We need to do sue, a Mark Levin. No, no. Mark Levin, sue us so we can get our name in a paper. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we um, just need one reporter to write about us. So I will... Uh, so yeah, I think that's fair. I think that that's good uh, that we that we were able to get that um, update in there. Um, and I'm disappointed. Like, it, it, to me, I'm, like, I'm sad at the end of the Andrew Cuomo story... But not for him. Like, when I listened to his resignation, I was sad, but I wasn't sad for him. I was sad for all of us who wanted something to believe in. Um, right. And, and yeah, you know, it turned out to be a same, I don't, old, same old politician. Just, I don't know that I've ever said this on this podcast. I know I've said it on TDAP on our last about, like, don't make politicians into heroes. Yeah. They will always disappoint you, and I and I know that I also fell for Andrew Cuomo, so I know that I'm not immune to that. Yeah, but it's the reason I believe that is because they will always disappoint you. Yeah, they will become your villains. Yep, they are assholes. Um. So anyway, with that, we will uh, end another episode. We will be back. Um. But before we go, uh, we can be found. We do have. <laughs> it's weird without Jim. I know, without Jim, you were going to throw it to him. I, I, I was about to take the mantle, and then you started to take it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm good." Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Frank. You can, oh, you're you gonna, can tell the people. You're going to tell the people about our Facebook page. Yes. And uh, how they we can be found on Twitter, uh, at Real Unamerican. Uh, and then we have our personal accounts. At unamerican B for Brandon, I am at Fever Heart, and Jim is at uh, at unamer American Actual J. That one sure. always gets me. Yeah, it's there's a lot of as. I know in we there. we actually debated that as a group, and then I'll, I'm looking at it being like we fucked up. Yeah, we really fucked. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a difficult difficult one. Um, you can also uh, if you want to support the show, you can follow us, like, subscribe, share, and review. Episodes are available. 
hopefully weekly. We're getting, we're trying. We're, we're getting working, back. We're working our way back. Um, and of course, bonus content is available at patreon.com slash unamerican. So go check, go check that out. And as always, we do uh, appreciate your support of the show. So with that, uh, I would like to say thank you to Frank and thank you to our listeners. We will return next week. Um, but before we go, our, our dishonorable mentions this week are Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, David Kustoff of Tennessee, Doug Le... Is that La Mafia? I don't think it's La Mafia. That's probably an L, but I hope it's La Mafia. La uh, Mafia. <laughs> of uh, California. Uh, Doug Lamborn of Colorado. Jacob Letourner of Kansas. Debbie Lesko of Arizona. And Billy Long of Missouri. And uh, if you do, as our listener, if uh, your homework is uh, if you live in these states and you uh, you, you you see these names on the back. I'm ending this <laughs> really fucking weird. You know what? Just vote against these assholes and uh, put them in a future unemployment even, line. Even just write something mean about them on Twitter. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, 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 tweet at them. Un-American is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content.